On this week's episode of Homework Hour, Akash and I break down the requirements for preparing for the upcoming 4th of July weekend. We also have on our good friend Mr. Short on the pod. Uh, Mr. Short was a teacher at Whitesboro High School where Akash and I were putting in our time. Currently, he's a teacher at Frankfurt Schuyler and is up to a ton of awesome stuff. We talked to him about his days as a class clown, the education system, his experience entertaining in front of a microphone, and about the value of connecting with people. It was a great interview, and we hope you enjoy. Welcome to Homework Hour. Akash and I came up with the idea of this podcast after spending hours in college procrastinating homework. To make up for our lost productivity, Akash and I have assigned ourselves homework of interviewing interesting people throughout the community so that you can get to know them too. Akash, what's up, man? I love you, Nate. (laughs) All right, this is a very special episode. We're on episode 10. Episode 10 is big. Um, We had the idea to begin with of baking a cake, but... In the spirit of our interviewee, uh, Mr. Short, who you will listen to later, he referenced the fact that someone like who, who do you say liked Toll House? One pie? of his buddies liked Toll House pies, and at first we didn't know what that was, but then I guess it's just a big cookie cake. Okay, which I didn't know, but like he said it at the time, like all right, my buddy likes Toll House pies. I was like, wait a second, what the hell is that in my head? But I was at, when I said it at first, I was like, wait a second. I know what that is. I love that. You know? <laughs> I person. love that. Uh, it's like kind of like when you're small talking and you just like say, yeah, that's crazy. You know, when really you don't have no, any idea what's going on. Or just on. agree with whatever anyone's saying. Just be like, oh, yeah, yeah I get that. I'm hey. on your side now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on your side. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, okay. So we switched the idea from a cake to a Toll House cookie pie. And now we're sitting in front of our pie here. And it's looking good, man. Everyone in the room, this is our first live audience show, by the way, too. We have two uh, lovely ladies, our friend Harrison and, and uh, Allie, who are here watching us. And they, <laughs> well, more like not watching us, but more eyeing the Toll House Cookie Pie because that's really all they want right now. They don't want to listen to us. It's just more, uh, you know, they're chomping at the bit for the cookie. So I think we should give the people what they want and cut into this cookie. Okay. You guys got some cutting utensils? Okay, she's going to get it. <laughs> awesome. Right. But, uh, okay, so while she's getting the uh, utensils, um, gosh, this is a special week here because I'll tell you what, it's July 4th prep week. Yes. And there's a lot of prep that goes into that because you need various different activities centered around drinking, I guess, drinking, uh, camaraderie, because you know what? We're all part of America. It's one big team, you know what I mean? But we need – uh, a bunch of sub teams to kind of compete against each other. You know what I'm saying? No, I agree with that. Um, we need f- a lot of flags, a lot of different drinks. Mm-hmm. Um, what's what are some other things that come to mind when you when uh, having a great Fourth of July? You need a lot of meat to grill. You <laughs> a lot grill. of meat. That's right. So you have cold bevies. You have some meat. Um, kick-ass soundtrack. 
on yep. your boombox. On your boombox. Uh, plenty of sunglasses. Sunglasses, yeah, yeah. You definitely need that. Also. On screen. I mean, you don't want to fry on that. Uh, on average, uh, like like wearing like top for some reason the word i'm thinking of is tops like tops like a clothing very limited <laughs> amount of top tops have been worn yeah very <laughs> the limited top half of your clothing you know that minimal. has to be very like minimal minimal the cutoffs the cutoffs um, um the tank tops um we, some people just don't wear we anything had, what, what did uh what is that one thing called that uh jimmy and becca's boyfriend bought no, not, those weren't overalls. Those things, that was like a leotard. A leotard, yeah, that's what I was thinking of. Leotard? You're thinking of a singlet. Oh, a singlet. A singlet. It, uh, like, it, like, is it pretty much like a... It's a big spandex suit. A, a big spandex suit? For yeah, the fourth? Okay. Why would you wear that for the fourth? I don't know. Wouldn't that if get warm? If it's got an American flag on it, then... Wouldn't it, that get it, hot? It's probably get hot. Spandex I mean, suit. Is it, yeah. Hmm. Okay, I, I guess okay. the juices are getting. Uh, I'm gonna say maybe that's trapped in uh, there. Maybe that's not what you need. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you know? all right. You can have but it. But cutoffs though. Cutoffs. You definitely need cutoffs. Uh, you need um uh, some sandals. I mean, you gotta walk around in sandals. You know, let those, let those puppies breathe, man. Don't no or your all terrains or my all terrains. Um, uh, anything that gets ventilation down there, <laughs> that'd be awesome. Gosh, tell us a little more about your all terrains. My all terrains. This is shoes. a big part of your personality so, here. I I don't I don't know if that's really. Yes, the it is. Okay, <laughs> so the, they're these shoes that. Whenever someone mentions your all terrains, you get so happy. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, pretty much these are like sandal wannabe shoes that have kind of like holes in them. So, obviously, yeah. for any terrain, you can wear this, and they look like your typical dad sandal. Like not they yeah. they don't go with anything. Um, they're not stylish in the slightest. <laughs> but man, when I wear do you wear them, socks I, with them or no? Normally not, but right now that's the only shoes I brought home. So I've been wearing them with everything. Yeah, socks. <laughs> okay. Like when I go out to the store and I'm like, hey, I got. But no get. matter what, your dogs are breathing though. Your dogs are breathing. Holes. Well, as long as there's no socks. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's <laughs> the all terrains. Um, dirt, snow. If you're wearing socks, ideally not water, but walls. you can walk on walls. You can do whatever you want. <laughs> I recommend anyone buy a pair of all-terrain shoes. They're not called all-terrains, but you'll know what I'm talking about when I post it out there. Um, wait, so wait, were we talking about that because you need footwear for Fourth of July? Yes, I was saying sandals. Sandals, yeah, we need footwear. sandals. Nice footwear. Um, um, what else do you need for Fourth of July? A boat. You need a, a boat. Lake. You need a body of water to put that boat on. Yeah. The water or, is or, huge. Or <laughs> you have friends that have a boat. That's what we have. Yeah, that's what we have. That's what we have. Thank we have you, good Allie. friends. Um, but, yeah, all these things just help you express the gratitude that we all have for the freedom we have in America, the red, white, and blue, you know, America with the with the apostrophe in front of America. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I do. Gotcha. Okay. So – we asked you guys to DM us your homework questions about the 4th of July. Um, let's see. I'm scrolling to them now. And hey, how many questions do we have today? For we you? have a total of two. Oh, that's Like good. a total of two. Oh. So the, the, in, the inbox was kind of being flooded. All right. We had somebody, our friend Devin, chime in here and says, how do you not die? 
On the fourth. On the fourth. You know what? So July fourth, you're you're hammering all these drinks, hammering all these drinks, you're hammering all this food. Mm-hmm. You know, you got like hamburgers and hot dogs coming out of your pockets, um, eating those. How do your how does your body just like not Retain. collapse? Well, you had a lot of people prep for this, man. Right. Like this July fourth prep week. It's prep week, and people need to realize when you're going to a camp or when you're going somewhere to a party or a gathering or a cookout, you any one of those things. You have to prep your body for just putting all that stuff in, in your system. You're not going to drink water. <laughs> how do you do that? How, how do you do, Well, I mean, some people might, you know, like plan weeks in advance. Like they're like, okay, we'll have two two drinks this week. Conditioning three drinks. Conditioning. They'll, they'll build their endurance. All you can eat hot dog contests. Yeah. But a lot of us, man, we don't have the time for that. We don't have time to in, in build that endurance. We just jump in and we're like, you know what? It's fine. We can handle it. And the adrenaline that all the other people bring to the table like they'll just pump your energy up you're like wow i can do this i'm gonna feel amazing i can drink seven drinks in two hours and i'll feel fantastic what about the food though and that that kind of that kind of helps out you know if you eat enough oh yeah sorry the question was how to not die you should (laughs) eat food while you're having these drinks because that will definitely help uh you not you know die yeah get hung over um not be drunk off your mind, you and know. And the, the uh, trick with Fourth Fourth of July is the more red, white, and blue you wear on your body, or at least that's in like a relative vicinity of you, the better you perform at anything. What do you mean by that? What what kinds of so things say do you perform like, very well at? Um, I want to cook some eggs. Okay. I don't know how to cook eggs. Okay. But it's Fourth of July. I have my I have my red, white, and blue hat on. Uh huh. I'm gonna try, I'm gonna do whatever I want. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna break free from the stigma of not knowing how to cook eggs, and I'm gonna do it. And you're gonna make because it's America, and you can do whatever you want. And that makes better eggs. No. It oh, doesn't. okay. But you'll feel the confidence to start. How about you have the that? confidence to do whatever you want, and you have your surrounding friends to help you. I love it. Yeah. No, I agree with that. So yeah, eat food, and drink water here and there, and I think you'll be fine, Devin. Uh, and my my answer to this question is, um, this goes for everyone who's in America on July 4th, uh, you're given these special freedom powers when the, when the day hits that, like, channels through all of us, it unites us all, so you have almost like this hive mind of determination, because that's what it took to break free from the British. It took a like-minded body of individuals to fight off those redcoats. <laughs> and with that, you can do anything. <laughs> I don't know where you want me to take that, but I agree. I agree. <laughs> the redcoats don't stand a chance. The redcoats don't stand a chance. I'm going to read the caption of our Instagram post of this. It's going to – so this is what 4th of July is like. This is what 4th of July resembles. Riding on the back of an eagle in full USA body paint as you're chucking hamburgers at the red retreating British soldiers. It's um It's a wonderful sight. It's screaming the Star Spangled Banner out of the um cockpit of a tank mm-hmm. as you are crushing British tea boxes. 
You know what I'm saying? Like the British Tea Party. Like the what's the what's the one the where Boston they throw them off? The Boston Tea Party. <laughs> <laughs> the tank just drives all over the British Tea, and they're all in tears. While in your left hand, you have a cup of coffee because tea sucks. <laughs> you have a cup of coffee to spite the British. Yeah. And then in your right hand, you have a spatula with a freshly cooked burger on it with ketchup and mustard on it. Are you just, wait, wait, are you against mustard? No, I'm not against mustard. I've, I've met a lot of people recently that are against mustard. I'm not against it. I just don't really put it on a lot of stuff. But I will eat it. But you will eat, but it's not your first choice? No, I mean, sometimes like, oh, maybe I'll throw some mustard on it, but it's very rare. What kind of mustard? <laughs> uh I mean, it really depends on what we have, but I, I like that Dijon what, mustard. We have all the mustards. We have all the mustards. <laughs> I'm going for that Dijon. That a Dijon. Dijon? Yeah. Oh, a Dijon guy. Or that um, the spicy brown <laughs> mustard. I think that's a pretty good choice. All right. So you got that burger on there with that Dijon mustard. Ah, but you, I don't know. Mustard. I don't know. Do you put Dijon mustard on a burger? I don't remember what Dijon mustard really tastes like. Ah, forget about it. Okay. So um, what else, Kosh? Make, make me up a new scenario of... Fourth of July. What does it resemble for you? What does it resemble for me? You know, taking taking the boat, you know, flying down the lake, flying, and just putting one foot on top of, like, the railing of the barge, standing out there with your flag, just like George Washington, crossing that river in that one battle or painting. Yeah, something of Delaware. Something of Delaware, and you're just looking out there with your platoon of people just standing behind you, just cheering for you because you— you did it. It's you and the rest of the people on the lake celebrating 4th of July yeah. that are going to conquer the day. Yeah, and because not <laughs> only that, you're driving across that lake or across that sea to go get more drinks and burgers because that's, that's what perfect. you need to chuck at the Redcoats. Yes. What did I just think of? It's Okay, I got another one. It's you, you're jumping out of the back of an airplane. Okay. You pull your parachute, mm-hmm. full USA flag, as you go down, right? Mm-hmm. So you're going down, you're going down. You land on a speedboat, and that speedboat is going full speed towards – you take it away. Towards, towards uh, yeah. <laughs> you land on the speedboat perfectly. And no injuries to you or anyone Your else. sunglasses were unaffected in the whole f- time of flight. Land perfectly, and then you you captain that ship like a boss all the way to um oh, what's the most all the way what? to the White House. Okay, all right, we're not going to the White House. We're not going to the White House. We go all the way to what's like a what's an American place? Food place. Oh, a food place. Mm, a really, Texas Roadhouse does does have some Fourth of July. Like a barbecue place. Yes. Yes, barbecue. Yeah, barbecue's a good... It's really nice to have a live audience because <laughs> now we can just bounce ideas yeah, off of multiple exactly. people. Just throw them in the room. So take that boat across that body of water to the nearest Texas roadhouse <laughs> and just, you know, grub away on you, your... You barge through the doors. On your, your platinum credit card. and just a bunch of peanuts because it's one of those restaurants you can throw peanuts on the ground. Do you do that? Why would you do that? I think you can do that. I don't. <laughs> I mean, is it just because you're given a lot of peanuts? You, yeah, you, you do can, whatever you, you want. Can, they have barrels of peanuts. That so you then, why can, would you throw it on the ground? That's what you do. 
You just throw it on the ground. No one eats <laughs> That's it. That's what you can do, I think. For fun. No, not they for fun. It. They it's accept just it? a method of disposal of peanuts there. They the accept floor. that. They're like, oh, I don't want these peanuts anymore. And just dump them on the ground? You're dumping the shells on the ground. Yes, yeah. that's what I'm saying. And they that's just sweep saying. it up? Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They right. pay, that's why they pay the, the workers the big bucks there. Yeah. Cleaning um, up after our shells. Okay, gotcha. All right, let's move on to our next question here. Uh, come on, come on, come on, come on. We have our friend. Okay, so what should the consistency of the drinks be in the cooler? So... Um, that was questioned by our friend Matt, and I think he's trying to ask, like, you know, when you're when you're out on the fourth and you have a cooler full of drinks, what types of drinks will you really put in there, and like maybe how many of them? Is that yeah. is that how you kind of interpret it? Order it as well. Yeah. Well, let's think. So we'll probably let's go how many of them. Okay. And let's assume when we say this, it will be perfectly uh, arranged off. Yeah, arranged in the cooler. Well, I guess it really depends on how big this cooler is, but. Depending on how many people you have, you have to have a lot of drinks. On the fourth, it gets crazy. You need. All right. So instead of one cooler, let's just picture that the ra- unlimited the ratios coolers. that we say unlimited coolers. Yeah, are for each one being a cooler. Oh, okay. So say we need two to one ratio of um, seltzers to water. There's two co- two coolers full of seltzers and one cooler full of water. Does that make sense? Yeah, that's a that's a that's a lot of waters, and that's just because that's too many waters. That's too many waters. Let's dump that. Let's get it to like <laughs> an eight to one ratio of. I know a lot about ratios after baking that Toll House pie too. Yeah, yeah, it looks pretty. I had to do a bunch of conversions in my head because there wasn't <laughs> there's nothing that there's no three fourths of a cup. I had to do that. Why did you myself. do it? Wait, wait. There's no three-fourths of a cup. I had to fill it up. There's there's no, like, quarter cup or something? That's what I did. I did three quarter <laughs> That's cups. That's not a conversion. That's just <laughs> using the tool to, it's like, <laughs> that's not a conversion in your head at all. You're just like. But ratios, three to one quarter makes three quarters. Oh, my. And, man, is it going to be good? Yeah, a lot of seltzers. Um, seltzers, <laughs> are, seltzers are the new thing. Um, They're, they're. I mean, that's the summer drink of choice right now. Anyone we ask, they're like, what do you want? I'd be like, oh, I can go for a beer, but we, we want some seltzers. Do you want a variety of seltzers? We want a variety because some people like certain drinks. Like, I know some people don't like the black cherry white claws. That's a big thing. Yeah. I mean, I drink anything, so I'm not very picky, but some people don't like that. So you need a variety. So then in case they do you want have a specific drink. equal amounts of beer to seltzer? I think it, that really depends on the people you bring on to camp drink i mean i think seltzers are a great boat drink like nice and light all right how about this we want we want four coolers full of beer three coolers full of seltzers okay jello shots one cooler full of jello shots yep one cooler full of meat yeah yeah that's true he didn't ask about the drinks but he did ask about what you put in those coolers so right definitely need a lot of meat and it's got to be chilled in a cooler, uh, about like a grocery bag of water. So that, like that's the size. I mean, so we need like a handheld cooler for the water. Handheld cooler for the water because I mean, like, how much water do you really need? Yeah. Body's made up of it. <laughs> you really don't. Need it has that much. to quit being selfish. Yeah. And wanting more water. Yeah. Okay. A Is lot that... of beers though. Beers go a lot faster <laughs> than seltzers. Beers and plus, are on we the list. like to play games, and normally you use the beers. For those games, 
and then beers just they're deleted. They're gone. So yeah, control alt delete. Yeah, gone. A lot more beers. We need a lot more beers, but a a great a lot of seltzers as well. You know what, man? I completely agree with that. I completely agree with that. Uh, let's see. Gosh, let's move on to our fake ad read here. Okay. By fake, I meant real. Okay. Real ad. I've been listening to music all day, but sometimes I just, I just want to jam out, you know, with the guys or the girls. I just want to jam out to music, and the song choices that I really like, I feel like they wouldn't approve of it. Why is that? I mean, you get. I'm gonna be honest. They're they're kind of girly. Gosh, there is nothing to be ashamed about for liking girly songs. In fact, it's a guilty pleasure of most guys. Wait, you think so? Yes, I know so. You know how I know this? How? There's a playlist for you. Oh my God, really? It is the acronym Gistagizzle. What does that stand for? <laughs> Girly songs that all guys secretly like. Oh my god, that sounds perfect. Can I listen to it now? Where do I get this? You can listen to it anytime you like on Spotify. Wow, but that's what you have convenient. to do before you even listen to it is you have to like it. I just have to like it. And how it's a, it's as simple as that, just clicking the like button and of boom, I can listen is. to all the girly songs that I've been secretly wanting to listen to. Of course. And you, like all the other people who have liked this playlist, can enjoy it together. That sense of community that you feel like you wouldn't have because you think the songs are too girly, it's right there waiting for you on Spotify. Wow, that's convenient, man. I mean, whoever came up with that, genius. <laughs> you have nothing to worry about, my friend. Enjoy your listening to Gist the Gizzle. Thanks, Nate. I'm going to play it right now. Go do that. Okay. And that was our fake ad read. I mean, real ad read. Um, all right. Well, you know what? Let's move on to our interview right now with Mr. Short. Thank you for listening to our July 4th prep week. Uh, we hope we you guys got something out of this because um, we are going to take our own advice and get all of those coolers that we mentioned. And hopefully that ratio works out for us and hopefully it works out for you. Um so let's move it on to Mr. Short. Mr. Short was a great teacher of ours um, at Whitesboro High School. Um, he's now the teacher at Frankfurt Schuyler. Is that what it is, Kosh? Yeah, that's correct. Um, and Mr. Short was just like a fan favorite amongst the student body at Whitesboro. And it was awesome talking to him, getting to know the actual, you know, person behind the teacher you know because everyone's kind of curious to do that every night like once you get older like oh i wonder what that person's like in real life like, yeah, yeah when you're addressing you know your past teachers but uh we got the opportunity to do that it was an awesome interview hope you guys enjoy You know, 
<laughs> no, I was gonna show up. Like I was gonna. Are we? Are we going now? Is it, it? It's going. Right. I mean, yeah, we're just gonna. Yeah. I was gonna like show up. Like I've done this before. Uh, like I had brunch at a friend's place, mm-hmm. and I showed up wearing a full body wetsuit, and like I had swim goggles and like a towel and uh, cooler, and like I showed up, and I was like, oh, like I thought we were doing costumes. And everybody else is like, what? I was like, so <laughs> I was thinking of doing something like that, like yeah. dressing up. And, but you said there's no video components. So Dude, I, was like, eh, I mean, what so. we did actually, we were thinking of taking a picture after this or something like and that. And that's what I was thinking. Like, yeah, we do, yeah. but, but then I was thinking, like, it's probably going to be hot. Like, I don't want to, like, the wetsuit gets very warm. <laughs> so I don't know. I was thinking, like, what else could I do? But, you know, I just decided Dude, to. Dude, the mullet is a treat. Yeah, yeah. So the this mullet is, is really this great. This is nice. This is, like, a costume in itself. And I always do something stupid. It's just fun to, you know. And I don't know, like, uh, the mustache here. I don't know if I'm going to cut down here or not because i had like the chops you saw me this weekend uh and i had like the chops connected and i knew that this was going to be like my graduation look like i wanted to have something for the ceremony that was fun yeah and i've been i've been telling my students for like since january i was like i'm i have this master plan of like i'm gonna end up with short hair by the end of the year and i was gonna go through and like have a mullet for a couple months and then like like long on the top as it is now and then I was going to have short on the top mullet, like the traditional mullet. And then I was just going to cut my hair like, you know, quote, normal haircut. So normal back in like grade school, high school. Well, like that, yeah. That, that short? N- yeah, but, but like normal for guys, like the haircut, like Nate, what you have. Like yeah. just, you know, uh, high and tight, just like short on the sides, <laughs> a little bit longer on the I top. I appreciate like, it. I've never, yeah. Had, yeah, I've never had now uh, you know, you're high, high and tight, tight hair. Right. Hell yeah. So <laughs> I was going to, like that was the plan like eventually, but then like. You know, quarantine and COVID and all that, and like, uh, I didn't want to have a mullet during quarantine because everybody would be like, "Oh, like you had your friend cut your hair, and mm-hmm. that's your quarantine yeah. haircut." Like, no, I want to look like an idiot purposely. I had a whole yeah. plan to do this, so I waited until after, and that that's sense. why I look like this today. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's like our first time doing the podcast, we were talking about like, uh, you know, there there are three types of people during the quarantine. It was like. People who grow their hair out who don't get a haircut, mm-hmm. um, and then people who go bald. I forgot the other one, but pretty much like just the people who are decided like you know what I'm done with, uh, you know, patiently waiting for this COVID thing to mm-hmm. end. I'm done. I'm, I'm gonna end it myself by yeah. chopping yeah. off all my hair. Right, I, and it's, it's, it's been closed for me. It's been yeah. closed for me. Yeah, I, I've been I've been like we've been hanging out. I've been like, well, what if I were to buzz my head into a mohawk mm-hmm. right now? You know, mm-hmm. That was before I got my haircut, you know, because right. everything opened up again. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I mean. I don't know. I'm, we'll figure it out. Yeah, I didn't want to. I didn't want people to think, "Oh, that's your quarantine haircut. You tried this yourself." No, I, I planned this. I yeah, want to yeah, look like an idiot, professionally, right? So I got this cut. Right. I waited. So here I am. That's a style, high and tight, and professional idiot. Like that's yeah. where you're at. It's <laughs> <Yeah>. awesome. <laughs> I, I, I was thinking if if I could grow. So my beard takes way too long to grow. Uh-huh. Like the reason i keep it thick is because i really don't like my face like shaven yeah, yeah shaved i guess right and it takes a while but the more i shave it the thicker and faster it's gonna grow so it's like yeah, kind of like gosh i'm gonna catch up to you now I, eventually i kind of want to get to the point where i'm looking at the little uh handlebars or like mm-hmm. wherever that is mm-hmm. i want you to just do it where it's like running away from your face that's nice and i want to see uh, that's that was my all the goal. way down the neck Ideally, yeah. yeah it's slowly growing and like uh-huh. it slowly gets to your face and i want to do that it's just gonna take some time well, like yeah, 2018, yeah. I grew for the whole year, right? Usually I, I do No Shave November and, and all that, and I decided I'm not going to do that. Uh, so I grew what's called a yeard, 
and I took the full <laughs> 12 months <laughs> yeah, yeah. and I went for it. I heard that term like maybe 2012. A friend of mine, uh, this guy, Eric, he lives in Rochester now. Real cool guy. Shout out to Eric. Uh, exactly. He <laughs> he grew a year to like 2012. Yeah. I was like, man, that's the coolest thing I've ever heard of. That's amazing. And at that time, it was my second year teaching. I was trying to be professional. And, you know, mm-hmm. young guy, you, you can't, you know, stick out too much. So now it's been eight years teaching at that point. I was like, all right, this is my year. I'm going for it. And yeah, it was, I looked homeless very much so. Uh, I, w- I would like go to the bank. It was really bad because in the summer I'd go to the bank and cash like my summer checks. I did like property maintenance and like landscaping. It was a really good job and like I've, I've done that since I was in middle school but I had a nice opportunity to do it for a private estate and I was going into the bank every week on Thursday to cash like a hundred dollar check mm-hmm. because I already have a job. This is just nice to be outside enjoy summer but I'd show up with like dirt all over me my clothes are muddy i've got branches and sticks in my hair and my beard is just massive yeah yeah. and the girls at the bank are always like oh man like (laughs) it's this guy again like who's gonna get him like they like count the people in line to see like okay like think if i go slower i won't get him like thank god (laughs) how big did you say the beard got uh it was like it was like mid chest like mine grows pretty good so it was, you know, not like wizard length, but it was down there. Like yeah. long enough where you can like kind of tie it and not just keep oh, it. Oh, for sure. Like... I could twist the mustache and like have oh, a nice curl that. going. Yeah. And like it was a lot of fun. I split it and had like the French fork a couple times. <laughs> but these girls would like, be like, oh, man, like, no, not this guy. And I was like, you know, it's like they, I look I look homeless. I'm cashing a hundred dollar check. I've got this like unkempt beard because I'm out in the heat. And then uh, I cut it and. I saw one of the girls from the bank out somewhere and she knew this guy who I was hanging out with and I had gone to the bank a couple times cashing like real checks wearing a tie and she looked at me and she's like oh and like she saw me out with my friend she's like hey like I remember you from the bank right and I was like yeah that's me from the bank she's like oh my gosh like we should hang out sometime and I'm like no like <laughs> she like you treated me like a dirtbag because I looked like that for months and now that I look better like no thanks so you know, it, you kept it strictly bank for banking. Yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah. I appreciate that, but you know, it's uh, people look different ways for a lot of reasons, and uh, I know that I looked homeless. I know that I look like I know that I look <laughs> like an idiot now. Right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so it's interesting to see how people interact with you, and and now that, that we're wearing the masks, like people can't see this fantastic mustache. Mm-hmm, so I'm kind of saddened about that, but uh, I got the mullet now. So we'll see. We'll see when I get in public yeah. how people treat me because this Dude, is this is just a, a couple it does, days it old. Looks really Across good. my whole lacrosse career, you know, I've I've seen so <laughs> yeah. many people attempt a mullet. Yes, you know, yep. and it's just like that one probably takes the t- the top. Yeah. Honestly, I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I was thinking about that, like lacrosse. Like that's a very big like culture of mullet. You right. know, there's yeah. just something about it. Hockey, like, yeah. just to, yes. You know, have you seen that video? The guy, I think he's from Michigan. He ranks hockey hair it's just vhs tapes of kids skating up (laughs) and like and it was recent you know it was like but like it's just footage of them skating up and he's like this is lucas king of the lettuce he is a right winger and look at that (laughs) hair it's so luscious (laughs) and it's just him announcing like the kids who skate up for like you know it's it's like 50 kids in one year and he and he doesn't care about the hockey he just cares about their hair like who's gonna show up with like the steps in the side which i'm gonna do later but that's big inspiration right there for sure 
that kind of awesome. that gives me an idea. I kind of want to do something. What do you want to like do? That. Well, well, I got I got to let it marinate, but something <laughs> like that. I, th- I think that's hilarious. Like we just like comment. I don't know how weird this is, but we just like commentate on like like a little league game or something like <laughs> <Okay>. that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's something of that regard. I don't know. That's just giving me ideas. A little league game, okay. Something like that. Get yeah, the creative right. juices flowing. Like a mighty mites hockey game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'd I'm listen to that. that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so funny transition here. We actually wanted to talk to you about uh, the thing I'm going to get to here. Mm-hmm. So you mentioned Wizards. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to go off on a little little tangent here. Um, so I was playing guitar at Big Apple Music one time. I was trying to buy something. Uh, and this really old guy comes up to me um, and just talks to me, hey, you should go to the tram sometime and mm-hmm. play their open mic. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, yeah, sure. And he was like, I'll get you on the list. I was like, a list? Do you need a list for this place? This mm-hmm. is crazy. Um, so... He gets me on a list. I get to the tram. I find out they call him the Wizard. All right. Um. So this cr- now I have a friend called the Wizard. <laughs> um. And the reason I bring that up was the tram. We were doing our Mister Short research uh-huh. earlier, and we found out you did a comedy uh, show yeah. at the tram. Uh. Yeah. So uh, okay. So I originally thought it was gonna be all my father because he was like super into the music scene and and yep. playing, and he loves the tram. Uh. But yeah, I uh they so they had uh, Firefly, which is a lot like NPR's Moth Hour, where it's okay. just people telling stories. And yeah, I told the story, the grossest thing that I have in my basement, uh, the grossest thing that you've ever seen in a basement in my basement. Uh, was that, that's the, the that clip? Was, that's exactly yeah. what it was. Yeah. So yeah, that was, um, I don't know, like when you tell somebody you have 300 pounds of cow skin in your basement, <laughs> like, like, it's like, oh, uh, but when you start at like square one, it makes sense to me because, like, I've always wanted a cowskin rug, and they were like six hundred dollars on the internet, mm-hmm. and I was like, "That's too much. I don't want to spend that much money on a cowskin rug. I need to pay for these mullet haircuts, right?" Yeah. Right. So I thought, "Hey, there are a lot of cows around here. When they send them in for processing, slaughterhouse, right? I could probably get the hide and talk to a taxidermist, and they can make a rug for me. And you know, maybe four hundred dollars or two hundred dollars. I don't know. Anything but anything less than six hundred is good with you. Exactly. Yeah, I cut out the middleman. Yeah, the stores. So, so sixth grade, my dare officer uh, was Officer Rob Machel. He's now the sheriff of Oneida County. Uh, and at that time, this, I, I don't know. This must have been two thousand sixteen. I was uh, I was working out with his son uh, at the gym that I go to, and. I said, like, hey, Officer Rob, like, you have cows. When you send it in for processing, slaughterhouse, like, let me know. And I'll call the taxidermist. I'll get a rug made. So you can watch the clip. If anybody, you know, if listeners, if you want to check out the clip, it's, it's online. But long story short, uh, no taxidermist would do this. Officer Rob tells me that he brought in two cows and, like, I need to pick up the hides. I don't want to let this guy down. So I go and pick him up and, like, look it up online how to tan and process hides and make rugs out of them. And I did. That's awesome. So, <laughs> like in, in the beginning of the story, you said you had a, a had a cowhide rug, but like the originating of that rug was this. Yeah, bull. I bought yeah. that one for six hundred dollars, right? Oh, I, okay, okay. I so did. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, mm, that, like I want another one. Like that's too much. Right. Yeah. So then I was like, I got to make my own, and uh, it was really hard. And and it doesn't <laughs> look good. It's very crispy. Uh, so after that. If you see on my Instagram, there's a picture of like a dead fox on the road and me standing next to it. <laughs> um, I ha- I, I must have read, you know, like like 20 hours of this website called BackCountryChronicles.com. Mm-hmm. And 
uh, that's where I got most of the information about how to go through the process. And I looked at other <laughs> stuff about like leather work and tanning and, and all that. Yeah. Um, you never thought you would know that. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but now that I've got the mullet, people are like, oh, this guy definitely knows about that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> like when I had the year, if I was hiking in the Adirondacks, people would always ask me questions. Like I went up with a friend. Yeah. Uh, she was like super knowledgeable about like a lot of stuff in the Adirondack Mountains. Like she would camp up there all the time. And like we were hiking and they'd walk up to me and be like, hey, where can I buy some wood? <laughs> yeah. like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It's because I have a beard. And she's like, oh, there's a place right down. There. And like she knew everything. And like yeah. they would come and approach me. So uh, so I, I went through like with the cows. And, and, and during this 20 hours of reading, there was this woman. Uh, her name online was Ma Tanner. She was like super into it, had really great tips. Um, and this other woman responded to her. She was like, I don't want to kill animals, but you know, I saw some dead rabbits on the side of the road and I made mittens out of them. And I'm like, that's kind of weird. Like some lady and Ma Tanner's like, She's Oh got yeah, like go some for sort it. Of inner animal struggle. Going yeah. On. Yeah. <laughs> so, so like, cool. She wants to preserve it and, you know, and, and not kill it. And I get that. Um, and I, I thought this lady's crazy. Like she's picking up roadkill. Like, like yeah. it's dead. Then, <laughs> uh, it must've been like four months later. I saw, a gray fox on the side of the road dead yeah and its fur was just like gorgeous just like beautiful amazing because it was it was winter time uh and and their coat grows differently so it's it's this nice gray color and i went home and like got my gloves in a bag and i drove back and pulled over and i picked the fox up off the road it was 28 degrees i just drove on the road like the night before so it was hit within the last eight hours it was preserved and refrigerated for me and i brought it home and i like peeled the skin off of it and i made another rug out of it so that one was a lot easier because like the yeah. cowhide's gigantic it's like the size <laughs> of a king size bed and it was a lot to work with and like a fox is tiny so i was able to do that and that one looks really nice that one's in the house uh it looks really good so awesome so if we ever see like a beautiful piece of roadkill can we call you and be like look uh <laughs> yeah. Mr. Troy, you are our taxidermy kind of yeah. middleman now. Can you please <laughs> yeah. come help us out? Yeah. A friend of mine literally <laughs> FaceTimed me two days ago. She uh, hit a squirrel with her lawnmower, and she was like, hey, do you want this? And I was like, or it was a chipmunk. And I was like, no. I was like, no, nah, like, chipmunks are too small. Like, no. Yeah, that's like dinner uh, for schmucks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yes, yes. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, the, the little dioramas, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I guess so. And, and um, I, there was a squirrel in my attic. Uh, in the winter and I used to have a heart trap. I tried to get it out. It was literally like four weeks. I, I put like granola in there, peanut butter. I swapped, I put Pringles in there and the squirrel was like too smart to get in the trap. So I ended up having to shoot it with like a pellet gun. And I was like, I'm not just going to toss this in the woods. I'm going to wait and, you know, make some sort of, I'm going to preserve it somehow. Uh, mm -hmm. I don't know. It's not like a rug, but like I'm going to have a squirrel pelt, I guess. Um, but I wasn't ready to work on it then. So I just like, put it in some garbage bags and then put it in my freezer. It's still in there now. All right. <laughs> nice. So, Just waiting for that inspiration. Yeah. So it's like mint chocolate chip, yeah. squirrel, you know, and uh, <laughs> yeah, one of the, and I thought like, oh, quarantine's the perfect time. I'm going to totally like go in the basement and like, you know, get the whole recipe going and do it and I, I just yeah it hasn't struck me yet so. yeah so thanks to ma tanner you now have <laughs> exactly. this whole new skill set <laughs> yeah That's so awesome. this might be the inspiration for me to to get it out and do it <laughs> nice yeah nice. So you might have you. people contacting you now <laughs> yeah. like you know if you if you're uh I don't know, looking for work, like some extra summer right. gigs or something summer like stuff, that. Summer stuff, yeah. Yeah, some yeah. summer stuff. Yeah, that's true. Um so you so you're not do so it wasn't even it was just a it was a story uh time Yeah. Like a, Oh, okay. So that was that was just like, hey, come up and tell your stories. You got five minutes, and it's a, it's a cool event at the tram. You can you can listen to stories from a bunch of people talking about whatever, and uh, 
that had happened to me, you know, the week the week before. And I just, I honestly just went because a friend of mine runs it, and uh, he's a really great guy, Ryan Miller. Um, he's got a, a, a really nice podcast as well. Um, Ryan Miller, is that, that, is that the Was he lacrosse guy? Is that the Uticast thing? Yeah, uh, no, no, he is. Um, he's Rust to uh, what is it? Rust Belt Startup. Uh, he does okay. a lot of stuff at Thinkubator downtown in Utica. Oh, okay. Um, he was the reason that TEDx Utica was here. Uh, I was on the organizing team with him and his wife and a few other people from the area. Um, he's just an ideas man, you know. He's just got so much stuff going on. That's um, awesome. Yeah, he he's a he's a really great guy, uh, and he was the one who put on, um, you know, Utica Firefly. It's just come five minutes, tell your story, and uh, then get off stage. So that was, you know, it, it turned into like a funny story for me to tell. And I left out the part where the cops showed up because like my car alarm was malfunctioning at like two a.m. Mm-hmm. It was just like beeping, so like I ran outside with my pajamas on shirtless and like had to start my car for it to stop with the alarm. And, um, like the cops pulled into my driveway, like what's going on here? Like the lights shining on me. Like I'm, I'm shirtless, like in this car that's beeping. And, uh, like if you look in my basement door, you could see like a bunch of blood of like these cow hides (laughs) on the floor. I'm like, just don't look in the basement. Like, please. Like, I was like, this is my car. I swear. Like I'm starting my own car. It's, uh, so uh, I left that part out because it's a five minute limit. Yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So 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 Ryan Miller put that on. Um, that was just you know tell any story, and it was it was good to you know make make some some comedy out of it, have some comedic. Yeah, yeah. Stuff you should there. try. I mean, honestly, it sounded like a like comedic. Like, yeah. All like the timing and everything. I was like, this. He's definitely. Well, I. And I was gonna say, I, I want to compliment you. This is a very professional setup here, listeners. We're, this is this is fantastic. You got trying. three microphones. <laughs> I use a microphone in class, right? Like, I don't know if... I think yeah. I was doing that when oh, you guys we were did, there. Yeah, we were going to ask you yeah, about Yeah, so, like, these are very nice microphones. Mine is, like, a piece of garbage that I've been using for, you know, uh, eight years now. I think the first two years, like, I didn't use it. I've been teaching for ten years, um, and mine's just, like, falling apart. And you think I could invest, you know, like, $50 in a new microphone? But I could also just keep using the one that I'm using and yeah, you know, right. have and more money. Yeah, right. That's a novelty. <laughs> yeah. I mean. So, uh, yeah, so, you know, I, I kind of... Um, I like to make things entertaining. So, you know, if I'm teaching about whatever, why can't I also throw some jokes in there? And some people ask me, like, why do you, why do you use the microphone? Like you have, you have a student who's like hearing impaired. And I'm like, no, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just, and, and I've done some like, uh, informal studies about it where I'm talking and like, if I pull my voice, like I pull the microphone away from my mouth, the students will look up and then I, I talk into the microphone again yeah. they'll look up again and if if you just hear somebody talking for 40 minutes straight and I try not to lecture for you know the full class but mm-hmm. um, it's just annoying if you're on the phone with somebody you often will like you know sorry to the moms out there but like if your mom's talking to you for you know 20 minutes and you just need to give your ear a break for a second you pull your phone away it's yeah. just you know something yeah, about yeah. the the human voice and, and hearing it repetitively so so i've done informal studies and and, and students pay attention it's like 30 to 40 percent more uh like eye contact for them looking up to see what i'm doing if i you know, pull, pull my voice away from the microphone or if i talk into the microphone yeah, something's happening so yeah, there's some science behind it, um, but the origin story of that was uh, uh, when I was when I was in college, I uh, I was dating a girl who went to Thailand for a Fulbright scholarship. She was there for a wow. full year to teach English, and I went in between semesters in December and January, and then I also went back in the summer. Um, 
But one of those times when I was there, like she was teaching English and, and I went into the classroom with her. It was a very cool experience. But one of the teachers was like very lazy. And I don't understand like the Thai language. I knew like four words when I was there. And there was some woman like sitting in a classroom talking into a microphone like so quickly. Her students were like writing things down like so feverishly, like trying to hurry. And she was just like lazy, like, you know, talking into the microphone. And I was like, that's like really cool. That's a very, like, I think you're using it the wrong way. And like, I didn't say anything to her. I was just like walking by her classroom. And I was like, that's, that's a cool idea. So I came back and, you know, I was like, again, trying to be very professional in the beginning. And, you know, I had two years and then I like worked up the courage. I was like, all right, I'm bringing the microphone in. And like, I remember the first day that I used it, like I was so nervous. I was like, this is dumb. Like, th like, like this is stupid. I shouldn't. And ev like all the students were like looking at me like, what the heck is going on? And like, even to this day when I, like, I wait like the first month and don't use it because there's a lot going on anyway. Like I look like this. I goof around a lot. Like yeah. I'm not the standard, you know, the, the, the 10 years that students have been in school and then they have me as a teacher. I got a lot going on and I don't want to, you know, put that on top of everything else. So I wait a month and then I pull the microphone out and, uh, I don't know. I'm sure it's like, Oh, right. A yeah. Microphone. What's <laughs> going on here? Yeah. Exactly. So they pay attention more. It's fun for me. And you know, it's just, it's just a, a good time overall. Yeah. For those of you who don't know, Mr. Shore, I never gave you your intro, but like, uh. um, so Mr. Short, Andre Short. Hello. You know, <laughs> he uh, was, he like, he had his first, it was your first years of substitute teaching mm -hmm. while we were in high school, right? Yeah. Um. So it was, he quickly became a favorite of this, of the whole entire school because of his, you know, teaching style. Uh, Like, like he, we were just talking about, he used the microphone to just, you know, spark the attention of everybody. Um. And we just thought back, and when Akash and I were thinking of episode 10, we were like, all right, you know what? We got to have Mr. Short on because there's been a lot of attention pointed towards Whitesboro and their teaching staff and stuff. Mm -hmm. And through kind of the, the fire that has been kind of sparked, mm -hmm. um, it definitely has came out that you were a, a favorite of a lot of people. And I was and it's like, it was perfect time. Let's have Mr. Short on. Just yeah. get to know the real Mr. Short here, the, yeah. everything here. Well, I appreciate that. It's very nice. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, it, it's – I mean, I love teaching. I told you guys, you know, before before we started recording here, I uh, I really love teaching because the interaction with the students. I had a lot of good teachers when I was growing up, and uh, I know the difference that a good teacher can make. I goofed around a lot. Like, I was class clown. I graduated from Whitesboro, yeah. class of 2006. Yeah. That was so. a little of a cause. He was like, fun facts, so I'm not sure. I know he's, he was class clown. I don't want to. If you got any more, like, I don't want to, you know, I keep, like, <laughs> no, no, bringing no, these perfect. things up, and, like, you guys this have done. This makes it easy. We're going to let you drive. <laughs> yeah, right. this is great. Yeah, Straight from uh, the source. Yeah, so, so uh, I graduated with Akash's sister Neha I remember we were in 10th grade global studies together uh, and she's just you know she's very very bright very smart um, and I don't think I ever had any classes with her beside that because she must have been in like a lot of advanced classes and I was in the regular ed stuff because it took me a little while to figure stuff out uh, I had I had like solid B pluses through school I didn't really focus a lot in high school uh, I liked the social aspect in college at MV you know my GPA was okay um, I was on the dean's list a couple times, like my second year at Cortland. I was on the dean's list again, and and I show my students. Um, I mean, I'm you know, it's it's tough to stay in the lane of all these stories. So much no, to this talk is great. about. Keep, keep going. Uh, so, I show my students my transcripts from Cortland. Um, my masters, like one of the classes, I, I got the the lowest grade that I ever got. I got a C plus in the teaching of English grammar. And that's like what I should <laughs> do <irony>. well, <laughs> right? Jeez, yeah. That's my job. You think that I would do well, but I tell the students, this professor, this 
she's Norlin Maslink, Dr. Norlin Maslink. She's the smartest, uh, most intelligent professor I've ever had. Uh, she would give us an assignment and we would all fail it. And then she'd show us how to do it the right way and we'd all, you know, get A's and B's. And, you know, you take an F and an A and a B and I, got, I ended up with a C plus. Yeah. So that was the class that I learned the most in. And I tell my students, it's not about getting A's the whole time. It's not about this. It's about, it's about your growth and your learning and, and the process you go through. Uh, because you can graduate with a guy who cheated on every test and got A pluses across everything. But then when you two show up to the interview, you and that guy or that girl, and they say, hey, what do you think about this? And that person's like, oh, I don't really know. Or yeah. they say, oh, what about this uh, situation? If you were in this job, how would you deal with it? Oh, I don't really know. They cheated the whole time, but they have great grades. But you right. worked hard and you learned some things, and you know maybe you didn't get good grades, but you you grew. That's that's the goal. Um, so I I show I show my students my transcript, and, and uh, I'm like, yeah, like I got to see I got to see plus in the teaching of English grammar, and they're like, oh my gosh, like this guy's an idiot, and he's supposed <laughs> yeah, to be teaching, teaching us. This stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but then I show them like, okay, look at my uh, look at my GPA overall. Um, for my master's, because that was my undergrad, and then and then yeah. my graduate mm -hmm. stuff. Um, they're like, oh, 4.03? And I was like, yeah. And they're like, I thought you could only get a 4.0. And uh, some schools, <laughs> so an A is a 4, and then and then an A-plus is a 4.3. Mm -hmm. So some schools kind of cheat the system to make it look like, oh, our average graduation rate is a 3.8. Yeah, yeah. But if it's yeah. another scale, it would be 3.6. Uh, so... I'm like, yeah, you know, like, uh, no big deal. Like, I'm an idiot in <laughs> teaching this, but look at that, you know. So it's it's about the growth and uh, and things like that. Um, That's kind of cool because I had a similar professor out in RIT, uh, my fluids class, probably one of my favorite classes. What do you study in fluids? It was like a fluid mechanics class, like for like engineering, physics and it's of water. like physics stuff, okay. physics of water <laughs> and right. pipes and stuff. And granted, I didn't do well in that class at all, maybe like a C mm -hmm. overall, but. Damn, I learned the most in that class, and he was probably one of my favorite professors. So it's the exact yeah. same story where, like, if anyone asks, like, oh, what'd you get? I'm like, I don't know, like a C, but it, I learned the most. I can explain yes. what he did, like, verbatim. Like, I was doing fine. I just mm -hmm. suck at testing. Or, yeah, or yeah. it's just, like, I must have messed up somewhere and, you know, yes. lost all the credit. Like, it's totally yep. fine. And, Nate, that's what I was telling you before. Like, uh, you know, you 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 find that experience is is what helps, you know, and, and, mm -hmm. and actually doing that, so – it's cool. Absolutely, yeah. I was with Kosh. I was like, as college went on, my freaking my grades just it was tougher for me. I mean, like I don't know why it was just. What did so, you study? I was a computer science major. Mm -hmm. Um, and the stuff there is pretty dense. Like with him, like he was learning a lot of information that was also pretty dense. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but computer science was like really like a little amount of information, but super dense. So it, I had a lot of difficulty with that major. Mm -hmm. Um, even though like I love it, like I'm I'm starting to find my niche in that uh field pretty well in like ios development like making iphone apps and stuff yeah because it's like a fun like there's almost like a side community like to it you know right. people are excited about what each other are making you know uh, and there's that anyways with other stuff but more so with ios stuff i don't know because apple was really good at i don't know making things like exciting like that I yeah guess. yeah i don't know but i mean like you said like i had to go through that to like i don't know actually get into that space mm -hmm. um but that's awesome so where did you do your master's you did, you did your master's at Cortland or like yeah okay. so I I started my undergraduate I went to MV for two years I went to Cortland for two years for my undergraduate and then Cortland had a satellite program on MV's campus for their master's oh, I so I stayed in Utica for uh it was it was um 
literacy was the was the name of the program so mm -hmm. a lot of the classes were at mv and a lot of local teachers will will take that and i had to go to to campus at, in Cortland a couple times it's like an 80 minute drive from here um so yeah it was it was a really good program to to go through and uh it was nice i liked Cortland. it was good mv a lot of people you know what no matter where you grow up like your hometown is always garbage right like i can't wait to get out of here and i'm yeah. sure you guys like a lot of your friends now are like i can't wait to get out of here and some of them are, are slowly coming back and yep. and and they feel they feel bad about it right they're like they don't want to talk like oh, like, I, like i'll just be here for whatever or like I, I mean, I guess there's a good excuse of like, you know, coronavirus, right? Like COVID, like people come back and, and whatever. But a, a lot of people, no matter where you're from, like you could grow up in New York City or Los Angeles or, or wherever. Everybody thinks like their hometown is garbage just because that's where they're from. Um, and it's not true. And, and Utica is really great. It is it is a nice area. But um, I went to MV. Uh, a lot of people give it a hard time, you know, 13th grade and all that. Um, yeah, right. But it is one of the top community colleges on the East Coast. Um, so it was a good program that I went through there. I knew that I wanted to teach English uh, from there. And then I went to Cortland, and they have a good program as well. Uh, I was actually I was an APM, an academic peer mentor, uh, which I worked with like the RAs and, and the students in one of the dorms. Uh, and I got to live there for free, which was awesome because it was like eight grand for room and board. And it was like seven grand for tuition, so it cost more to oh, live there great. than it did. Wow. And like you know, college is expensive. It's uh, uh you guys brought up um, what's the comedian who talks about it? Uh, John Mulaney. Yeah, my, you yeah. brought him up in in, in uh, episode six. Uh, you know, we love episode six. <laughs> <laughs> college is like the the uh, I think I think his words. Um, uh, if I can. Oh yeah, I, I remember this. Yeah, college is like that. uh like the the prostitute that you. Uh, spent time with and you never keep, stopped loving her yeah and, and like if you keep giving her money after it's like you like you are you're already done with that you know and like yeah. I'll just keep calling and, and his whole skit was like asking for donations like college calls you and was like hey do you want to donate money and he's like I gave you a hundred and twenty thousand dollars you know like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. so when I was at Cortland like I try you know I cut my expenses which was which was fantastic um, and I try to encourage my students now like like go to community college first or, or go to go to you know a, a SUNY system school and then go somewhere Syracuse University is like seventy five thousand dollars a year. Oh, yeah. You can go there for four years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. I so on two expensive <laughs> private schools. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I hope you got good scholarships. You know, so <laughs> <laughs> I hope you had fun. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. I had a lot of fun. Yeah, and I tell them like if you're like if you want to get away like for the experience and like college, like that's cool. Like you know, go to go to a SUNY school somewhere or go to a community college, you know, in Syracuse or, or somewhere else. Um, go to a community college in California if you really want to go to California. Um, yeah. Save some money because if you're going to go for four years, you can transfer after two. MV I think is like five grand, and uh, like Cortland now I think is like I think is like ten grand. I have a whole uh, you know day where the students come in and I talk to them about like, hey, this is what's going on with college. Like this is why you should apply for scholarships. You know, people literally want to give you right. money. Take that money. So yeah. I, I I went through that, um, and you know I saved money and I don't have any debt and it's nice. And uh, the SUNY system was solid. You know, I got That's a C great. plus in the teaching of English grammar. Yeah. I went back. <laughs> I, I got my master's through them. And uh, I think I'm doing all right. Would you say that class was like a big, I don't know, factor in making you want to do teaching? Or, or, or did you already know at that point? Like, yeah, uh, I was. You already knew? Yeah, like, when, when, like, like uh, Mr. Gazzatano, 10th grade English. Yeah, right? yeah. We, I had Mr. Gaz. Yeah, amazing. He's he's the man, right? So so two quick stories about Mr. Gaz. Uh, one, he had a heart attack on his way to school, mm. like pulled over, 
finished his heart attack and then drove to school and taught that day. And then mm-hmm. he was like, I'll go to the hospital later. Uh, but also <laughs> a story that I didn't hear about until I was like a teacher there. And, and um, Mr. Ryan told me about this. Mr. Gaz flipped his car and it rolled like three times and he got out of the car and walked to school and taught. Yeah, like, that's what a, what a guy. Unreal. That school is that school is his heartbeat. Yeah, he's oh, put his sure. body on the line yes. multiple times, and he's just defied all odds. Just so <laughs> I had him as a teacher, <laughs> yeah. uh, and and even before that, I had, as I said, I had a lot of good teachers and a lot of teachers, uh, you know, who didn't know how to handle me as a very active and loud class clown of 2006. Yep. Uh, that didn't just start senior year; like that was the whole way up, right? Uh, and I knew where the line was, right? Like I knew, and, and, and like I, I wasn't doing it to be mean. I was, I wasn't trying to give anybody a hard time. Like I just wanted to have fun. And like you know, I, I think I got, uh, I think I only got detention twice, and I did get ISS. I have a school record for earliest ISS at Whitesboro wow. High School. Wow. Yeah. No way. Yeah. Oh, how would you do? I got ISS before school started on the first day of school. <laughs> that is early. That's early. <laughs> yeah. No one even knows you. <laughs> What did you do? Did you like step on like a restricted area or something? So, so the day, uh, the day before school, uh, you know, everybody lays out their clothes. They're like, I'm going to wear, you know, my first day outfit and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, I decided that I was going to take all the money that I made mowing lawns that summer, which was a lot of money, and go to Walmart and buy every single bouncy ball that they had on their shelves. <laughs> <laughs> and. <laughs> Fill my backpack because you don't need supplies the first day. You're right. You need it's syllabus week. Two hundred fifty dollars of bouncy balls in your backpack. <laughs> and I walked up the science wing stairs. Uh, everybody shows up early, show off their you know their new clothes and hang out. This was the first year, you know the first year you can go in the pit as seniors and like hang out. And, like this yeah. you know the the kids who hang out under the stairs or like around the back of the stairs or in this corner. You got to like establish your territory. You're unassigned yeah. assigned seat. And I walked up the science wing stairs and uh, looked, you know, as I'm crossing by the pit, looked out the glass. And this was 2005 at the beginning of my senior year. So we didn't have like fancy camera phones and all this. And I really wish we did because I would have loved to record this. I walked to the top of the stairs with this massive backpack weighing me down. I unzipped it and just let these bouncy balls spill out all (laughs) over, bouncing down the stairs into the pit all over the place. People are like picking them up and throwing them and and having a great time. And I was an idiot, right? Okay. Uh, Because I I walked down the pit stairs. I should have like gone another direction or whatever. I walked down the pit stairs and the uh, school resource officer grabs me by the shoulder. He's like, all right, let's go. Walks me into the principal's office. Really? You didn't have to clean them, did you? Well, they were gone. Everybody yeah. picked them up and threw them and saved them for later. I oh, that. That so, an absolute win. Yeah, that is a win. You know what? I did not damage any property. I did not injure anybody. I didn't. I didn't do anything negative to 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 injure, defame, to damage. It was just you know good, clean fun, and uh, I get it, especially as a you know teacher's point of view now and administrative point of view. You, you can't just let the guy go, you know. It's like, <laughs> right. hey, don't do that, you know. So so I had ISS the first day of school, uh, but. Because it was, you know, important to get the syllabus and the materials, I got to go to every one of my classes for the first five minutes, and then had to go back to ISS. So that was a really tough introduction when I walked into <laughs> class, and I was like, "Hey, um, I'm Andre Short. I'm in your class, but I can't stay long because I have ISS." 
Yeah. <laughs> so looking forward to the year where you have me <laughs> sitting here the whole time with you. But dude, you set the bar <laughs> for the class clown race, though. Yeah, and uh, and and so that was fun. Uh, my mother did not like that. I usually wait till the end of the year to tell this story to students. You know, like after they graduate or other yeah. things. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was just it was just good, clean fun. So yeah, yeah. I had cl- fun there. Yeah, uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, what other class clown stunts did you have? Uh, I mean, that was a that was a big one. I I, uh, I took um, uh, food economics. We had to like make food and sell it. Um, but one of the food economics. Do we oh have that class? Yeah. Well, I remember we just made food, but like Wasn't the like lame attempt bars? is to try and add business <laughs> on that. Oh yeah. <laughs> just knowing that, I'm like, yeah. I can't believe this. <laughs> so so food economics, you'd have to like uh, like measure and like how much does each cookie cost. And then when you sell it, what's your profit margin and all that stuff? Um, I worked at Annie Ann's since I was like 14 because you could get a job when you were 14 then. Uh, so we we made a business called Bruce's Sticks because uh, like <laughs> one of my nicknames is Bruce. And uh, so we sold like pretzel sticks because nobody could make the pretzel. We were just going to like I knew like the secret ingredient at Annie Ann's. Right. So I was like, this is how <laughs> we make it. And, like we could, and I, I could roll the pretzels. But nobody else could roll them. It's actually a challenge. Yeah. To, to yeah, yeah, yeah. So we just made sticks, and we called it Bruce's like, Sticks. What is the secret ingredient? Wait, wait, is this I this? can't Can tell you. Give you. That no, 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 no. Did no, you no. sign an NDA? To oh, like... of course, yes. When you <laughs> sign the first day. I worked there from 14 to 18, and my lips are sealed. Okay. Uh, right, yeah. so, <laughs> so, Hate to burn those bridges. Uh, yeah, Annie, Annie Ann might be listening right yeah. now. Yeah. You know, <laughs> This is a worldwide podcast here. Oh, yeah, right. Okay. Of course. So... In that class, we also had to, like, make a cake and frost a cake, and that was, like, the, I don't know, it was the midterm grade, or it was, like, a big, you know, end-of-the-unit grade. So I made the butterfly-shaped cake, and I used a uh, star tip, and it looked great. It was nice. And you had to cut a slice of it for Mrs. Gallagher for her to taste the cake after she looks at <laughs> yeah. it. What a scheme. So she, she didn't like me. She was one of the reasons that I got I got uh, lunch detention from her. And I've seen her since then, and, like, I worked with her, and she's very nice. And I get it. Like, I was, you know, I was out of line, and I needed to, yeah. you know, so. They probably enjoy the, 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 the joke-around guys coming back and – Actually, yeah. with teaching roles and some of them do, some of them do, some, <laughs> some, yeah, some of them don't. Some they should, <laughs> they should. So um, this time, so I, I made my cake, and what people didn't know is I cut a slice of it and set it aside for her to judge. And I was always late. It was first period we had her. I was always late going to uh, Miss Candela's class. She's Mrs. Weimer after she was Miss Candela when I had her. Mrs. Weimer, who I filled in for that long term sub for for a couple of years. Um, so Miss. Candela wouldn't she like if you were if you were three seconds late she'd give you a tardy and uh and I get it like you know and I use that policy today and it's very nice it's very effective (laughs) but Mrs. Gallagher she's like you better get out of here because you know so I was late her second period class came in and I knew like this is one of my three tardies you could get three tardies and then after that you'd get lunch detention so this is like only my second one. So I was like, all right, I'm going to use this one. I'm going to make it count. <laughs> I cut the slice of my beautiful, beautiful butterfly cake. I set it aside for Mrs. Gallagher to eat. The other class filters in. What is it? 7.32 was when the first bell rang, right? So this is like 8.10 in the morning that this other class, everybody's still asleep, like, you know, in their desks. I can picture it now. I still see the students sitting there. They're like waiting for the bell to ring. The bell rings. Mrs. Gallagher is like, you know, shuffling her papers like, you better get out of here, Andre. Let's go. And I'm like, okay, like I'm on my way. And I picked up my cake 
and said, I just need to set my cake on the shelf, like a little bit too loud for everybody to hear. So everybody's looking at me, like waiting for Miss Gallagher, like yelling, like not yelling, but like, you know, encouraging me, or like hurry up, just need to put my cake on the shelf. And like I walk across and I kick a chair and it's like slow motion. I said, whoops, and I throw the cake in the air. And it's like slow motion spiraling. And I yell, no. And I like dive for the cake as it's and it explodes this rainbow of frosting across the floor, this yeah. smear of frosting. And I'm like, no, this was my test, this is my grade. And everybody in the class is like, oh my god, oh no, like, I gotta cut a piece of this cake, which I already did and set aside, <laughs> but nobody knows this. I'm like, no, and I'm like, oh no, and Mrs. Gallagher looks at me, she's just Get out. <laughs> she knew exactly what was happening. And I'm like, I got to clean this up. She's like, get out of this classroom right now. And I was like, okay. No. And I left. This rainbow cake exploded all over the floor. And uh, yeah, I got detention for that one. Yeah. <laughs> and I get it. That's awesome. Dude, I wish I knew you could just freaking... Like, do that? Yeah, just do that. You can. <laughs> you can. Everyone can. Like back, yeah. back then, it was like, what's detention? Like, yeah. I can't uh. get that... But I was very much the same way, right? Like, like I said, two two detentions and uh, that one ISS. So I knew where the line was. And again, like that was a waste of flour and eggs and frosting, yeah. right? And I get that. And and I feel like I hope that she asked like one of the students to help her to clean it up because I don't want to have to, you know, her to clean that up. And I was fully gonna clean it up. And like she knew what was going on. She yeah. was smart. And yeah. I wanted to milk it, right? I wanted to be like my cake, no. And like, have it like filter through <laughs> my fingers in front of the whole class and be like, look what's happening, everybody. You know. <laughs> so so, <laughs> so she. Told Totally got what was going on. She's like, get out of here right now. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. She, you know, okay, you ruined my fun, but like, I already had it, so good, good yeah. for her. So, does your class clown experience kind of let you see kind of these pranks before they happen when you're oh, teaching yeah. now? For sure, yeah. And uh, <clears throat> depending on what it is, I'll let it go. Like, okay, this one's funny. Like, okay, <laughs> but like others, yeah, I'm like, I'm like, yeah. I know where this is going. Like, just stop now. Like, it's not gonna end up good. Like, it's like it's either over the line. So, like, stop or like. Yeah this one's not going to turn out well, like just, you know, cut it out. Or like yeah. we actually have something important that like you can't also goof around and do this. So, yeah. yeah. And, and I think that helps a lot because, uh, you know, now is like a 31 professional, like 31 year old professional teacher. Uh, I, in, in that place, like Mrs. Gallagher was cool about it. Right. She was like, yeah. okay, you got detention for that. It's like, okay, I get it. Uh, Sick. other, yeah. Other <laughs> teachers are like, you know, like you're like, I don't like you. This is wrong. I'm not going to help you with assignments and I'm going to treat you differently. Uh, so I get it. When a kid comes in, you know, a guy or girl and they're goofing around, I'm like, Hey, like, yeah, let's have some, let's have some fun. Let's do it. Like, let's make like, like, Hey, as long as you learn some stuff and as long as you're paying attention, you're turning in your work. Cool. But the minute it turns into like them being rude to somebody or, or malicious or they're not caught up on their work, I'm like, Hey man, like there's no time for this because you got to do those things. Uh, so yeah, that, that definitely helped me. And I, I like to bring that balance because I wish that I had that from, from more of my teachers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, so, I mean, you know where to, like, kind of draw the line. But, like, yeah. over, over, over time, like, has that line, like, changed? Like, especially now that, like, technology has, like, gotten as good as it is where anything is, like, just a sh like a click of a button. You're just shareable, you know? Yeah. So, so that's a really good question. I, I, and that's kind of something that I've been thinking. Like, before, I was 22, and I had 18 and 19 year olds in my class and it's like, okay, you're automatically more relatable and cool and likable for these reasons. Like when you guys were there, right? Mm -hmm. 
I told you that story where somebody walked into the class, they didn't know like who the teacher was, and it was me. I'm like, you know, like I better grow a beard so I look older. <laughs> <laughs> so now it's like, okay, I'm I'm 31. I'm in this like next phase of they don't see myself like when i'm when i'm teaching sophomores you know if they're 15 16 like i'm 31 it's like you know i'm double your age mm-hmm. they're they're not like oh like i i get that we're similar and the seniors you know they're 18 and and we i think that we still have good good connections because like i treat them like people and i'm nice to them and like you know you, you have to have that um but yeah i, I kind of because uh, i graduated in 2006 and then 2016 when when that class graduated i was like man it's like been 10 years now and it's like that really made me start thinking like all right i'm older now like this is different it's not and um i think like you know seeing other teachers like mr gazzatano who was who was great he's you know he should have retired when i was there he should have retired when you're there i think he's still there now you know so he's he's old but like people respect him and they like him and um like mr ryan he he's great uh you know people really like him and and he was you know in that 30 40 range um, when i was there so, you know, seeing others and, and having those examples of, of good teachers is, is really important. Um, not just for me as a student, like growing up, but, but now as a teacher, like I think back on those times as well. And, uh, and some friends of mine are teachers and other things, and, you know, we'll, we'll talk about that. Um, so I definitely notice there is a change in my approach to things, mm-hmm. um, but I think it's for the better. I still, you know, like to have fun. I still goof around, and, and, and you know, I still allow that in an, in an environment of learning and academics. So... For yeah. sure. We'll, we'll see what happens, you know, in another 10 years. Yeah, I mean, like, a lot of your students still, like, respect and adore you. Like, I, I think I was just surfing Facebook once, and they're just like, name, like, that one teacher that kind of, like, inspired you, like, till this day or something. And, like, mm-hmm. someone posted a post about it, and, like... Yeah, that was Tim Best. It was Tim Best. Yeah, yeah I remember. Best. Yeah. And it was awesome, because, like, then you just had, like, kind of, like, a chain reaction of just, like, people being like, yeah, I mean, like, out of all the teachers I've had, or, like, he was the most relatable, and things like that, where, like, you actually, mm-hmm. like were compassionate to your students where some teachers they probably are they a lot of the teachers do love their students but sometimes they can't convey that yeah very well they're probably just you know like they stick to like the structure they're like listen these are the rules you got to do this and like some students don't really get that whereas Mm -hmm. like you kind of took that extra step and you kind of went above and beyond in that sense like even after school or like Mm -hmm. during the summer i remember you like reaching out to your students to be like hey um if you guys are around the area, we can get ice cream sometime. And, like, yeah. that was another way to kind of, like, encompass, like, those students around and, like, kind of, like, get them – not get them on your side, but just, like, you know, like, talk to them, like, outside yeah. of the classroom, like, actually let them trust you. And it's, like, those are the kind of good relationships. Those are the kinds of things that people remember when they leave school. And they're like, mm-hmm. that's why they loved you as a teacher so much. Like, yeah, no, nobody's like, oh, like, remember that time that we that we learned about, like, malapropism? It's like, no. <laughs> like, nobody knows what that is. Uh, it's a literary element where a character tries to use a fancy word and, like, uses the wrong word and looks like an idiot. Shakespeare mm-hmm. does it a lot. It's my favorite literary element. Uh, but, like, <laughs> like if you know how to use MLA, like, cool. You go to, like, college and know how to use it, and then, like, you go to your job, you're probably not going to – well, you're yeah. probably APA, right? Because you're uh, – oh, uh, well, we're, we're whatever um, a computer the science citation maybe. machine uses. Right? Okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the machine, yeah. Whatever the machine spits so, out, that's what right. I use. <laughs> People don't remember, like, oh, this lesson was great, but they remember, you know, the, the experience and all that. Um, and I – and. I really care about my students as people and individuals, not just like, hey, you're in my class for 40 minutes. Why didn't you do your homework last night? 
it's like a lot of students have a lot of stuff going on. Like my parents have been gone for two weeks and like I have to get my brother off the bus and I have to feed him and make sure that he's doing his stuff and I just didn't have time, you know? Um, and, and there are a lot of things uh, across the, the spectrum of what's going on with students, but um, I want to like see them as people and help them as people. And, and, and like, I love that Tim like commented and like, like you said, that chain yeah, of people yeah, sure, saying stuff below because I, I, then I like clicked on their profile like oh yeah like I remember this person and that person and all like what's she doing now and seeing that stuff and I still keep in touch with with you know a handful of students like you and I like we play ultimate frisbee and I see her, I'm like hey like what's going on like how's Vermont you know like, and you yeah, weren't yeah. even one of my students right I was never in your class <laughs> yeah right. so <laughs> I like, pretty much wasn't either you know yeah like, so <laughs> right so so it's nice that's true <laughs> yeah we yeah. didn't have you like, <laughs> like who are you You're right such a great teacher uh, yeah so, so <laughs> it, and it's funny because like like you guys see that right like I care about what's going on and I, I care about my students and I care like you guys weren't my students but like I care about you and it's interesting to see like what you're doing now and and, and where you're going like you live here with these guys and it's like they show up and it's like oh hey like like what's new like how's <laughs> yeah. how's it going i want to know like what happens to everybody after they graduate it would be fantastic if like people sent me a message every year like hey just checking in like you know i graduated college this year or, like i did this and, it, and it's also very strange because like like i'm 31 and some of my students are like 27 right so mm -hmm. it's like not that big of a difference um and and as you know my career goes on like it, it will be but I love when students are like, hey, this is what I'm doing. I love seeing where they're going after because it's not just these 40 minutes, this, you know, like, like uh, circle all the positives in the sentence or underline the verb. Like, yeah. okay, cool. Like, I like to know what happens to people. I'm, I'm a very social person and, and, and I like this interaction. Like when you said like, hey, let's, let's come on, like be a guest on the podcast. Oh, I'm sure. like, like, yes, like definitely. <laughs> I love this. And it's so cool to see what people do and where they go. Cause you know, I see them for 40 minutes for, for 10 months and I think I understand who they are, but then there's so much growth that happens after and, and where they go and what they do. And it's just so interesting to see what turns out and, and, and where they go. And some of them, you know, will, will still ask me for uh, like letters of recommendation things. Like I just wrote a letter of recommendation for, for a student um, who now wants to teach uh, art, uh, Frankie Bartolome. She was a couple years below I, you. Guys. I know that name. She's she your, yeah, she went to Pratt years, yeah. and like I'm taking ceramics classes at, at Pratt, like just community classes. But like, she's great, and she's like, hey, will you like I want to teach art, uh, like I want to come back and, and instruct. And I'm like, yeah, like I'll write your recommendation. I had her in 2012, right? That's like eight years ago, and I've kept in touch with her. Her sisters were a couple years under me uh, when we graduated, but like I've kept in touch with her, so I know what's going on with her. It's not just like will you write this like oh uh, in 2012 uh she was a good student you know it's like <laughs> right. i can say stuff about her like i know where she's gone and what she's done and it's cool to to and it's also good for students like um one of my other really great professors at Cortland, uh this guy brian barrett he talked about this idea of social capital uh it's essentially what people call clout today right <laughs> You yeah, okay. like like you you having people on this podcast gets you more clout because their their friends their people are gonna listen right like when you post my friend from SU is on the podcast it's like all your friends from SU are like oh these two again like I'm gonna listen that gets you more right. listeners when yeah. when you have somebody like I'm on here now and people are like oh you got Mr Short on there cool like I'll listen so this idea of like of clout right um, it's actually a real study and a social capital is what they called it. Mm -hmm. uh, this idea of having these relationships with people gets you things. And in the business world, they call it networking, right? Mm -hmm. and, and there's so many different names for it depending on, on how you're talking about it. Um, so like keeping in touch with them is great. Uh, Harry Potter, anybody? Are you fans of, of Harry Potter? Oh, we love Harry Potter. Yeah. Okay. Big Harry Potter we had, podcast. Uh, we had Dan Vetter on. Uh, I didn't hear that. Okay, okay. Harry Potter. I <laughs> like, yeah, all right. Dude, good. Yeah, yeah. His ego is going to go through the roof. <laughs> the fact that we, we've mentioned, mentioned like eight out of the ten times. episodes. 
So, so which I would I don't know if you guys in the episode before or after this have talked about Avatar yet because I know that that's been in everyone that's as well. That's also been in multiple episodes. Okay. Oh, dude, we might have broke the streak like maybe uh, one or two, you know ago, but we've talked about pretty much. We're just right. people. Let us know in the comments below, right, yeah. you yeah. listeners <laughs> out there. Catch us on this. Uh, so Harry Potter, Professor Horace Slughorn, mm-hmm. he had the Slug Club. Right. He wanted to collect like the students who he knew were going to be successful to benefit him later in life. Like the the uh, girl who's the lead singer of the Hollyhead Harpies. He free tickets to a concert whenever I want. This girl's like the head of the Quidditch team. I can go to watch Quidditch whenever this guy's in the Minister of Magic and I can, you know. So he did it for personal gain for himself to try to make himself better. This idea of social capital or networking or clout. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, But I want to do that to like benefit everybody. Right. Like I want to I want to stay in contact uh, Frankie, when she said, like, hey, will you write this letter of recommendation? I'm like, yeah, like, I know what you've been doing. Cool. And she's like, I'm looking for, like, some place to do lithography. And I took a class with a guy who's a professor at SU last year. Uh, he, he took a ceramics class with me last year. He teaches lithography. I said, hey, like, why don't you email Taro and, uh, like, get in touch with him about lithography stuff. It's like it's like ink printing lith- lithography. Yeah, stuff. yeah. Okay. Um, so she messaged him and she was like, oh, I got in touch with him. Like, I'm going to do some stuff with him. Cool. That's a connection, you know, that's fantastic to make. And like when I'm 40, I'm going to have like you guys somewhere in the field. If somebody's like, oh, like, you know, I messed up my leg and I need somebody to treat something like, oh, well, like Akash is doing some really cool stuff with that. Or, you know, like, oh, my app is like, I've got this idea and I need a guy who's going to tell me like how to make it better. Oh, like check out what Nate's doing, you know? Mm-hmm. So, so it's, it's, it's very much like, I'm thinking 10 steps down the road and, and I want to help students, not just in these 40 minutes that we have 10 months together of this is how you use MLA format, but I want to like stay in touch. I want to know, like I I had Tim best come to my class to like talk to my students about like what happens in college and after college and stuff. I, you know, I want to keep in contact with people and, and see where they go and what they do and, 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 help them with what they've got going on and, and help other people with what they got going on too. So it's a lot, you know, and, and, and I like it. I think that's kind of interesting too. And I'm kind of going back a couple like topics before, but you were just, we said a lot about, like, yeah, we kind of do that <laughs> uh, randomly, but yeah, like you were talking about how like you want to like pretty much tell your students like what life in college is like, like kind of like, Oh, mm-hmm. the cost of it, but kind of like spinning off of that. There are a lot of things and, like once you graduate high school, once you go to college, once you go to the working world, they don't know because those courses were never taught in high school. Yeah. You know, like real life stuff, like how do I do my taxes? How do I balance yes. a checkbook? Yes. Um, how do I, you know, like just things like that, like things you should have right now and like the knowledge mm-hmm. you should have coming out of high school, but it's not in the curriculum. Mm-hmm. I think it personally should be like maybe a two yeah. or three year class where you'd maybe do it half a semester. Like yes. it could be something for four or six weeks, but like, I don't. I think we're missing that in the curriculum because everyone just needs to get like their grades, and they just have to kind of like fill out a checklist for mm-hmm. the New York State Board or whoever mm-hmm. is controlling the education system. But I guess, what are your thoughts on that? I've got a lot of thoughts All on right. that. Yeah, I was gonna say that's the biggest criticism. That's like, that's I hear the one thing. About yes, that's the one thing that I really can't take away because I mean, I mean, I was I was a solid student in school, but like I came out and I didn't know any of that stuff, and I'm mm-hmm. like, this is this is bullshit, you know? Yeah, it's complete bullshit. Like. Uh, I'm gonna be in debt. I gotta get a. I gotta apply for a credit card. I have to yes. like think about how to like lower my credit score. Like th- these are things I'm thinking about now, and the only reason I'm thinking about it is I got a job, and now I have to because mm-hmm. now I gotta pay for my own stuff. Now I gotta actually. Yeah. You know, 
adult. Yes. So. <laughs> okay, so that's a superb transition to my response. Remind me to talk about baby no money at the end of this if I don't say <laughs> baby something. Baby no money? Just about like okay. life skills. We got it. <laughs> so you talk about adulting. I'm very fortunate in that my seniors are getting college credit through Herkimer. Mm-hmm. I don't have to satisfy New York State curriculum requirements because I have to satisfy Herkimer and I submit a uh, syllabus to them and they check it and through their process. Okay. At the end of the year, I have a unit called adulting. Amazing. I, this year, you know, COVID happened, so it was a a truncated version of that. But uh, the last three years, I've literally taken students into the parking lot, drove my car over to like the side where cars are not driving and said we're gonna see how to change a tire on this car we've taken the tire off of my car and i have students like turn the wrench like i pick the smallest girl usually or guy you know i pick the smallest person i'm like okay uh this is a really nice day like it's 70 degrees it's partly cloudy there are no cars driving by you like you got to get this tire off and they're like oh like i just call triple a or i call somebody else it's like you don't have to you know like this is something that you have to do sometimes um so, you know, there, there's a method of, of putting the, the tire iron on and kicking it to get it loose and undo it. And I have the smallest girl come up and she kicks it. And sometimes, you know, they aren't able to because they don't have the conviction. And I'm like, listen, when it's <laughs> when it's 30 degrees and you're on the thruway and cars are driving by you at 80 miles an hour like this it's and it's nighttime, it's not going to be the same conditions as this. So this is a nice, like safe environment off of a road to, to be able to do this. So I show them how to change a tire. I've done that for the last three years now. Um, and actually this year, some students said, hey, we're playing Ultimate Frisbee. They, they graduated before. Um, they said, hey, we're playing Ultimate Frisbee. Come down and play. And I was like, yeah, I'll do that. Sure. Uh, so I played with them, and I got back to my car, and my tire was flat. So I had to change my own tire. I've never had to change my tire before, but I've shown my students this. And this was something that I was never taught, but like I learned it so I could show my students. Yeah. Um, so it was funny because like this year, I didn't have to do that for the students but then i actually had to change my own tire um and then like some of the students were there yeah it came but full circle that's awesome yes yeah, yeah. so <laughs> it's like i've been practicing for this moment uh but okay. so so i have i have this unit called adulting and and it's not just me like showing them this is how you change a tire um but i say i'm gonna i'm gonna show you some stuff in the classroom first and then we're gonna go outside and we're gonna do this so like the day before i, I show them the process and what you have to do um and then they in partners pick a skill that they wish that they learned about or they know they're going to need to have, like balancing a checkbook, exactly what you said. I had uh, two girls last year who showed us how to balance a checkbook and and what that means. Um, I I don't even know what that means, honestly. And you know what? Now with with electronic stuff, yeah, yeah, but it's still good to check to be sure because if they make a mistake and it doesn't add up. I actually had two guys who were like, uh, like I heard, I heard them like, you know, laughing. It's a group setting, and like, oh, we should do like how to plunge a toilet. That'd be funny, huh? And but that, yeah, but we can't actually do that, right? So we just have to like talk about it. And like, I walked over. I was like, why can't you actually do that? Yeah. Let's let's do it. They're like, what? <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Like let's like this is if you want to do this, buy a plunger. The bathroom is right next to my classroom, and I literally brought all the, like we you know I knocked on the door and said like hey is anybody in here like nobody's in here we walked in they showed us how to plunge a toilet like everybody was in there in the class they learned how to plunge a toilet that's a life skill that you need so I have this you know unit called adulting where they pick a thing that they have to talk about and you know ironing or or, or anything that you need you can't look like a slob showing up at a job interview and I teach them like interview skills on my own but. Um, Baby, no money. I'm not going to forget. There is when when he uh, and Y2K break down their song, La La La, 
he's talking about like how much money he has and all this stuff and 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 um there's a section where it's an interview i think it's um i think it's genius who does the interview where like they'll like break their lyrics down and talk about their lyrics so there's one section it's like it's like a, a 90 second clip where they're like okay everybody this is what you do you get yourself a credit card all you do is buy gas for your car with that credit card and you establish credit and you build credit then after that you can put down a down payment uh, for a house because you have credit and it's just like a 90 second clip and that's how to make it relevant it's not just me because yeah. like one day i'm gonna be 50 teaching this right Baby No Money isn't going to be relevant. I, I mean, I hope he is. I hope he has a great career, right? <laughs> but, like, you find things like that that are in pop culture. They're like, oh, I know who this guy is. And, like, oh, they're talking about this, so maybe this is important. Um, so I do those things to to help them with life because, yeah, that is the biggest criticism of, like, you know, uh, and I show memes about this. Like, I know Pythagorean's theorem, but I don't know how to balance a checkbook. I can play hot cross buns on the recorder, but, <laughs> like, I don't know how to, you know, do do this other, like, very basic thing. Um, and yeah, like when I was 18, I got a credit card so I could establish credit and I didn't buy anything for like six months. That's not establishing credit. Right. It's like, ah, oh, I just wasted six months. So then I bought a pack of gum, paid it off. That $2 wasn't buying like establishing credit either. So it's like mm -hmm. gas every time buy gas and then pay it off. I've, I've, uh, so I'm 31 right now. Two times I've made a late payment. It was like a day late and I called them and I was like, oh my gosh, like I forgot. And they're like, oh, we'll waive that fee for you. And like that makes life easier. And there's so many things that some people know and and were taught growing up that makes life easier for them. There are a lot of people who you know who who are well off or, or whatever it is that their experience starts them on step three, where other people are you know on the ground floor. Or some people who are on step twelve because like, hey, you didn't have to pay for your car insurance or your gas or your car or your college tuition or anything. You know, th those are the people who are like buying a house now because they don't have any debt and they, they've done all this stuff. Um, so there are a lot of ways to like learn those things. And it's tough when I'm like, hey, we've got, you know, two weeks where we can learn these things, but it's better than nothing. Right. Yeah, so so hopefully there is some sort of reform and, and there are some life skills class like they focus on that in middle school. Right. It's like home and careers or home act. And it's like, you know, I was uh, 12 when I took that class and like I learned how to bake brownies. That was cool. But and I, I learned how to um, make an omelet in uh, food economics. That was really I do, good. I do yeah. Home economics. Omelets. Yeah. Yeah. Gosh, can make a mean omelet. Yeah. So yeah, yeah there there is some stuff that's like oh cool. <laughs> it's like more of those classes, you know. Yeah, for sure. Do you yeah. think they should add it? Like, I mean, you literally just said, but like, you think they should add it like as like a legitimate? Like, I think it should be set in stone for sure. Um, the yeah. school that I'm at now, they had a uh, family consumer sciences class like that. And they were learning great things, but then it got cut. You know, there were, there were budget cuts and, and other things, and now it's not there. And a lot of the students who were taking the class the year before said, like, oh, like, you know, my, my younger sister isn't going to be able to take this class now. Or I wish that they were able to, like, we had so much fun and, like, we learned things. And, like, I always give every other subject, especially math, a hard time. Like, like you're never going to need to know Pythagorean's theorem. I actually did use it the other day for something, but, mm -hmm. like, you don't need to know, like, when the Mongols <laughs> invaded. You don't need to know, right. like, so many things. And, and I even say it in my class, like, so many people aren't going to need to analyze a poem in their life. Like, it's not going to be important, but I have to teach that because that's what they say. But there's so many things that people need to know, so hopefully there's more reform, and hopefully schools can, can work that in there as electives and things. I mean, people sure. get, like, four study halls a day. So oh, you, my god! You can't put adulting even, right. like, once. right. I would, <laughs> I would teach that class. There's so many seniors who, yeah, they have, like, way too many study halls. 
I was like, get early release and like get a job and like get some experience there. I told you before, I have a poster on my wall. I say it so often. Experience is the best teacher. Yeah. That that is like the thing that I say so many times. Um, I almost put that on the back of my Jeep this time, but I'm 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 gonna cycle that in next time. Yeah. Uh, so it's yeah, it's just important to be able to do that stuff, you know. So I that's a that's a good question. It's a good thing to bring up. I hope so. I'd teach that class, right? If there's an opportunity where it fits into the curriculum, like yeah, I'll do that. Yeah. Where do you teach now? I'm in Frankfurt Skyler. Frankfurt Skyler. So there, so okay. Skyler is right there, right? It's the other half, mm-hmm. and then uh, you know it's it's toward Herkimer. Herkimer's on the other side of Frankfurt. It. It's Frankfurt and Skyler, and then you know Marcy and Deerfield and all that. Yeah, our friend Mike Palmieri's dad's pretty much the mayor. Of yes. Frankfurt. Yep. And sure. I see him. I played against him in the basketball game. Uh, the uh, faculty versus Kiwanis. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, it's like the old boys club there, and, and he played in that game, and I played in that game. I was like, hey, and like his dad was there. Yeah. Mike's a good guy, and I see him. Yeah, like yeah. I run into him every now and then. Like it's just nice, you know. <laughs> for sure, yeah. for sure. Um, so you meant we mentioned Tim Best a few times. Yeah. Recently, he created a group for all of us to kind of reconnect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's amazing seeing all where all everybody is. Kind of get me in that group. You want to be in that group? Why? Oh, I want to see what people are, what they're doing. Yeah, 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 dude. Honestly, there's like one big post there where everybody. It was literally the point of the post, and like yeah. everyone's kind of sharing, um, you know, what they're doing. I subtly hinted that. Kosh and I are doing this podcast, mm-hmm. but I'm gonna make it a big thing. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm probably gonna post in there, just make a big scene, like, <laughs> look who we got on the podcast, everybody. <laughs> right. You know what? The funny thing is that, like, well, not the funny thing, but like, just it, like, there are so many people that turn around and they're, they're teachers now. Mm-hmm. A lot of them, probably like a fourth. Of, what do you say? A fourth or a fifth That's, of the people yeah, are yeah, all a fifth of the people. That's some fantastic. form of teachers. Well, I mean, what kind of a, like advice do you should you give them just starting out? Because a lot of them were pretty much just finishing their masters and getting their first gig right now Mm -hmm. this is smart right you're thinking about just a pause from our conversation but like i had the podcast before and 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 radio show and other stuff Mm -hmm. but this is good you're thinking about your listeners right Mm -hmm. you're trying to give them good advice right now this is very good podcasting those of you who are listening like everybody online like these guys are here for you right this is the podcast you want to listen to you're smart for listening to this uh but advice that i'd give people I think that it's it's important to recognize that there's always room to grow and improve. Um, the the things that I started doing my first years, some of them I still do and, and, and employ those ideas, but I, I've built on that so much. Um, and I've looked to other people to help. Um, networking, you know, the, the idea of social capital is really important. Talking to people in the in the building, uh, you know, if, if they're elementary school, like other people who teach the grade below them and above them, talking about, you know, what they need. Um, really, advice that I got, knowing the custodial staff, if you're in a school as a teacher, is important, right? They clean your room. They move your desks. They got a lot of stuff going on. Knowing the IT department is important as well. It's it's a lot of networking. It's a lot. It's a lot of social capital. Um, is, is really important. But I think that it's important. The the main advice that I'd give experience is the best teacher is the thing that I always say. Just getting in there and doing it is what's going to help. If they have an idea, try it. If it doesn't work, it's okay to make mistakes. It's it's kind of tough. Like when you feel like these students lives are in your hands and it's the most important thing. If you have a bad day, all right. If you have a day, I remember. I forgot what lesson it was, but two years ago or three years ago, oh, it was, it was like the research journal, right? My 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 big focus at the end of the year before adulting and when we get to have fun and do that stuff, my big focus is 
students being able to do research and produce papers or give presentations because I'm yeah. sure you guys had to give presentations and write papers. Yep. 100%, yeah. No matter what major they are or even if they're the, – I teach a college now course, so all my students are almost – you know, all of them are going to college. Um, but when I was teaching courses where they weren't even – entering the workplace or whatever else they're doing, you need to be able to gather information, synthesize that information and, and report on it and give it back to an audience. Um, so I, I taught a lesson. It was just garbage. It was just terrible, right? It was mm. so bad. I, I, was, I was teaching them about like MLA citation and I just messed up. And um, like we said before, like you usually don't remember the lessons, but you remember the experience that you had in the class. Um, so if they have a bad day, like, okay, I, I came in the next day. Like I remember um, one of my students, Julia Peters, who graduated in 2016, she sent me a message. It must have been 2018 that I was teaching. She sent me a message and like asked about uh, maybe she, she had a paper that was due, and I like read over her paper. And I remember messaging her saying, like, I did such a bad job teaching today. I feel so bad for the, for the students in this class because I know I messed it up. Um, and, I, and I asked her if I could take a screenshot of her chat because like, I sent that to her. Uh, and she said, yeah. And I, I brought that into my class the next day. And I'm like, like, this is what I thought last night. Like, I recognize that I did a bad job. And I want you to try to forget what I told you yesterday. And I'm going to reteach that in a better way. Because in that time reflecting on it of the night, I recognized what I could have done better. And that's the advice that I give to people. It's okay to make a mistake. Just improve on it. You know, Rely on the people around you who are, who are going to help you out and, and grow from everything teaching job is just as much as a learning job as the for students. sure oh yeah 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 yes. crazy. yeah so that's cool that a lot of them are, are trying to teach that's awesome i want to get in that chat sure. and like see who it is yeah and, like, yeah i'll invite you in or we'll have tim invite you in and you can yeah. just, it'll just be one if big that's thing okay of, right i don't know <laughs> yeah. you know it'll i don't want to be one biggest thing of spyware for you it's just the, <laughs> it's just the mr short yeah. kind of uh keeping tabs thing yeah in um, a good way, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, but uh, so you mentioned, you just mentioned you, you were on a podcast and radio show. Yeah. So what, what, what did you guys talk about there? Like, what was that? Uh, we had like, it was, so a friend of mine, he he went on to Hamilton College radio uh, years ago. And it must have been like 2012 or 2013 um, that we started going on. Because he, he took a break after college in, in a while. Um, so I think it was 2013. So they give people an hour, and it was just talk radio. So it was essentially a podcast before, like, podcasting has become this huge thing. Mm -hmm. um, we were on the radio for an hour, and I think, like, after the third or fourth year, I was like, hey, why don't we record this? And then, like, we can put it somewhere later. Um, so it was it was just the two of us at first. Um, and then uh, Mr. Bartlett, he was at Whitesboro yeah, for a while. Yeah, I remember him. Yeah. He came in. He was Neil the intern for a couple of years. Uh, and now he's on as a, and we got a, a fourth guy who's in there now. Um, but if you listen to NPR, they have a show called All Things Considered, yep. and they, you know, it's just it's just news. Um, so I named our show Some Things Considered because <laughs> yeah, we didn't have the budget, yeah. we didn't have the time, and you know, we're idiots. So uh, it was called Some Things Considered, and I'm gonna I'm gonna pull up the um, the list here because we we went through a few different things every week because it was just it was just talk radio. Um, but we had different things to discuss every week in order of category. Uh, so each week we had something to consider. I pulled up my notes. This one's, this one's tough. I pulled up my notes <laughs> from last year. I would tweet about it. This week's, this, this week's thing to consider was, would you rather uh, have uncontrollable vomit or uncontrollable diarrhea? 
right. people would vote on the poll, and we'd talk about it a little bit, and then you know by next week we'd say you guys voted for this, and like oh yeah, and then we'd have another thing so to consider. Which one would you rather have? I mean, like, does your stomach just like automatically refill, kind of, or like, like do we have to? So is is it like the uh, sensation of vomiting versus diarrhea? Because like you're you going to vomit. You're. It's not just the feeling. You're going to do it, right? Yeah. So like, so I think it's. I think we. I think we ended up saying like uh, for a week. It just hits you, and you're like, I gotta puke, I gotta or vomit. like, I gotta, I gotta do the vomit. Yeah, I gotta do the vomit too, because like, if yeah. we're thinking like, uh, like things like re like fill somehow, and you have right. ammo yeah. to like shoot out, like I wouldn't want to be like. I think it was more like when you eat, it's just like I don't know, like you know? throwing up. You can actually like live, kind of. Right. You just throw, you know, you just take seconds, you know. You're yes. Back, you know. Yes. Diarrhea, you gotta like run to the bathroom. Exactly. Yeah. That's a whole thing. You can puke anywhere. Exactly. You gotta be in a very specific place if you have diarrhea. Yeah. That, or it's that, or it's unfortunate. It what, what, what was your guys' analysis? That's what we that? said. Yeah, yeah vomit was. It's gotta be yeah. the vomit. I mean, yeah, like, it's, it's it's not fun. I I don't recommend it, but that's yeah. definitely <laughs> the, that's definitely the the lesser of the two evils. We had some very interesting responses on Twitter. People who would uh, write in that week uh, to convince us why. Mm-hmm. Um, so that so the first thing was something to consider. Then we talked about current events, just what was going on in the world. Uh, we added a section called gripes, just what was bothering us that week. Mm-hmm. I usually gripes. abstained from br- from gripes. I don't like to complain about stuff, right? There's a lot to complain about, so I usually let them uh, gripe. Um, <laughs> we added baby talk as a section because uh, the this guy, Mr. Nataro, Gianni Nataro, he teaches in Westmoreland, uh, one of the best teachers I've ever met. I, I, um, I nominated him for that Empire State Excellence in Teaching Award. And then he nominated me, and we both won, which was nice. Uh, but That's he awesome. he is he is a better teacher than I am, for sure. He's fantastic. He he literally had three years in a row, one hundred percent passing rate on his regents, wow. which is unheard of for That's one crazy. year. And then like the next year, one student failed. He's amazing. So we added baby talk because he had a baby. Um, his wife is the art teacher there, who who I'm friends with as well. Uh, then we had a food section, um, and everybody loves talking about food. Everyone loves food. Mm-hmm. And this week, I pulled up my notes here on my phone. This week, um, you know how you're eating an egg, and you have like the egg yolk or the egg whites. Why don't we call it the egg yellow? <laughs> Break it down by colors. Right, like we yeah. know it's called the yolk. Why are we idiots and we call it the whites? Mm. Why don't we call it what it's actually called? What the yellow? The, why, 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 why do we call it with the, what are the so what are the whites actually the white called? the name for it is albumin that's why <laughs> that's, that's why, why we don't call yeah, yeah okay. <laughs> imagine you go that. like for breakfast i'm just gonna have some egg albumins yeah it's like i'm gonna have some egg whites okay wow that's healthy for you <laughs> it is yeah, yeah. uh <laughs> next we we had um technology and entertainment but we combined them to technotainment we talked okay. about that stuff um, so this is still going on then. This is like this we, is so quarantine. Well. We quarantine. We went in like you know four weeks, and then as teachers, we three out of four of us are teachers. We were just on the computer all day, and then we would like get on like five to six o'clock, and we were like, you know what? Let's just not do this anymore. We're gonna take a break because we're on the screen all day, and we don't want to. Because uh, we would we would um, originally just upload audio then i was bringing in like my gopro and mounting it on the wall at the studio at whcl uh, hamilton college radio it was great fantastic studio million dollar studio literally like a full board and everything it was great Um, but then like we transitioned to his house because he didn't want to go onto campus and he was having a kid and he wanted to be closer to the family and i get all that um so you know the, the quality of things was down but the the quality of the content was still grade a stuff <laughs> uh, we talk about sports a little bit 
we do a game called I Like It, I Don't Like It, which I want to play with you guys. Okay. Ooh. All right. And then to wrap up, we'd have Closing Chaos, uh, which we called Closing Chouse, which just anything right. that didn't fit in anywhere else, it's like, okay, say the stuff. So pretty much our whole segment. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Ever. Yeah. So so it was nice for us because, um, and and this is something like you guys do very well. You play like, you, you have an intro, you play some music, and then you play the music again when you get into the interview right here. And I assume very soon there's going to be music after we're all talking now, and then, you know, Most, you wrap yep, up. Definitely. So that's very nice. We had you know, seven different sections. We had, like, sound clips for each one of them, and I did, like, a lot of work for that. It was great. It was just yeah, fantastic. Yeah. You listen to the podcast. I'll send you, like, a good one. You can watch it on YouTube. If you're on, like, check out YouTube, STCRDO. It's Some Things Considered Radio. Wow. So if you just search STCRDO, sure. it's on Twitter. It's on Instagram. It's on YouTube. It's pretty much everywhere except for places that real podcasts are. Like, you guys, I listen to you on Spotify. Like, you're all over the place. We're not on Spotify. We didn't, we didn't get there. Yeah, dude, it's super easy. We can easy. get you. We can just, get you. Yeah, on there. we did like SoundCloud and like YouTube. And, yeah. yeah. See, that's stuff that we have to do. I mean, yeah. honestly, like, like this I've, is, I've well, saw we don't, so many times. Like, so right now we don't have a video component. It's kind of hard because I would yeah. really love to just keep doing in-person podcasts. It's gonna make the video so much better. But when it's over Zoom and like you kind of get like that Zoom yeah. cut out, and I, mm-hmm. I'm guessing that's kind of how you guys felt when you're like, you know what? Let's mm-hmm. let's take a break. That's mm-hmm. kind of how. I wasn't feeling that, but I mean, like, it was kind of drawing on me where I'm like, I'm always on screens, man. And it's yeah. just like, oh, yeah. I don't know if that's... I Welcome think it was to just, my world. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it was draining my creativity. Like, I can't just, like, talk how I want to because I feel like we have to, like, wait until someone talks. Cause also, Zoom, not the best audio interface. Yeah. So it kind of cuts sound out. So, like, if mm-hmm. one of us has a great topic to talk about, the other one might not hear. Or if we're talking at the same time, it's clashing. Mm-hmm. It's just a mess. Yeah, it's something to think about. It's a, it's something to consider. Something to yeah. consider. There you go. Uh, but, yeah, if you just, like, put a camera up here. Like, I just used a GoPro and just record. And, and I talk to my students about this because I teach public speaking as well. Mm. For some reason, people love to see what's going on. Like, we're a very visual creature right we're still part of the human uh, or as humans we're part of the animal kingdom like we like to see what's going on also just hearing something there's there's some primal instinct in us that's like i want to see what's happening right. so like podcasting you're driving you're listening to somebody you're like oh this is great but so many of these podcasts like like the the major podcasts they have themselves video recorded and people love to watch them they're just sitting in a chair like we're just all sitting here right now but people mm-hmm. want to see this don't you guys want to see this right now those of you listening don't you want to see us <laughs> what we're doing don't you want to see this mullet and this yeah, mustache. Exactly. <laughs> so people love to see what's going on also. And like, I, you know, I talk with my hands and like a lot of people, and that's what I tie into the lesson of my students. Like you can't just stand there with your hands at your side and like talk to sure. people. We want to see something. Mm-hmm. So that would be cool for you guys, you know, the next dozen episodes to have the video component. Cause I feel like you're getting your footing now and this is like, you know, really becoming a thing. Mm-hmm. And as you progress, it's going to be tough with the distance for you guys with, with that, but for sure there might be a way to figure it out. Yeah. We can figure some fun stuff out. I yeah, mean, we're always, cool. we're always open to new things anyway. Way. and mm-hmm. i do i do like the video component yeah. aspect once just, things open up too like yeah. we'll oh, be yeah. able to go pe- spread her spread it around like naturally like mm-hmm. i mean I, I know some some things i'm excited for like um I, like in the past we mentioned the green onion the bar that's that has the uptown theater yep um i would love to like go in there and just talk shop to those people and yeah. just kind of tell them like like look you know we've been talking about you guys because we love your place like you know like Let's figure something out where we can just, right. I don't know, like, I don't Post know, like, it have there. some fun together. Yeah. yeah. Like, Interview um, one of them and, and have it there and talk about it. That would be cool. Dude, absolutely. Yeah. Just stuff like that. And then we can do the same thing in Vermont, too, you know, because, I mm-hmm. mean, like, I mean, I would go probably visit him, visit him a lot, too. Yeah. You know? So it's, I don't know. It, 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 I can't wait to have that physical component, you know, to have that, um, have the outside world to kind of yeah. spin off new content like that, like uh, spectacle content. Right. Um, yeah, people like to see that. 
For sure. Uh, so I, I want to play this game. I like it. I don't like it. We've been going for a while. If people are still listening, oh, this is great. nice, right? Like, yeah. I like this. Um, but we, we <laughs> did have a food section, and I didn't know how I was going to transition to bring this up. Um, I actually brought you guys a gift. And I am going <laughs> to pull this out of my waistband here. Uh, I brought you, I know it's not the best time because it's 90 degrees, but yeah. I brought you ring a noodle soup. And it's definitely warm because it's been it's tucked yeah, into my this. waistband. But, uh, <laughs> That's absolutely amazing. <laughs> just wanted so to say amazing. thank you for inviting me on to oh, no, the show I'm here. Sure. That's fucking awesome. Ring a noodle is the best soup that you can buy. You just need to like I don't know how much water it is because I you know <laughs> you pour some water in. It's a dry packet with the dry noodles, and you got yourself the best soup. You can only find this on Amazon now. It's not in stores anymore. Oh my god, really? They Very rare find, and they're two packets inside, so one for each oh of my you. God, that's amazing. Yeah. So thanks for having me on. That's just amazing. a nice gift. Oh, dude, I pre- anytime, oh that's man. awesome. Yeah. Can't wait. <laughs> So we'll get into uh, I like it, I don't like it. Okay. The rules are, uh, usually for us, what we do on our podcast, and everybody you know who transitions and watches ours, you'll see it over there, uh, but each of us make a list. So I'm going to read through my list. You guys didn't make a list because, you know, uh, I'm going to say a thing, right? Uh, Akash, you're going to say I like it, or you're going to say, I don't like it. Exactly. Then, Nate, you're going to think about it, and you're going to say, I like it, or I don't like it. Yep. And then I will say if I like it or don't like it, and then I'll move on to my next item. I'm going to okay. go through my list of like a dozen things. That's all you can say. That's all you can say? That's okay, it. No discussion. Nope. Old. Just uh. I like it, I don't <laughs> like it. Okay. All right. Uh, so I am going to read... A list that I have. I think I've got like uh, eight or nine. Why am I so nervous? Things <laughs> yeah. here, and then I made a list specifically for this show. All right. <clears throat> oh wow, that's amazing. Swimming. I like it. I don't like it. I like it. Banter. I like it. I like it. I like it. Bicker. I don't like it. I'm starting to like it more and more. So what would you say? I like it. Thank you. I don't like it. Fingerless gloves. I don't like it. I like it. I I don't like it. (laughs) Saltwater taffy? I like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. The feeling of an elevator going up. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. The feeling of an elevator going down. I like it. I like it. I like it, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then the last one from this list before I transition to the other list. Toll House Pie. I like it. I like it. I like it. So that one's a tough one, right? You, you yeah. The facial expressions. And yeah. you, audio yeah. listeners, you could hear in the voice, right? Yeah. So it seems very basic of like you can only say I like it or not. But you can give some inflection to the people, right? <laughs> yeah, right. You were confused on the last Dude, one. I thought I was going to peel away from you guys after a certain amount of time. I've never had a Toll House. <laughs> so it's, it's like Toll House cookies, like, the, like chocolate chip is, cookies. But there's I... some recipe to make a pie. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the guy that I host the show with, Gianni, like he really loves Toll House pie. Mm-hmm. And they had it at Kirby, so I put that on the list because that's a fun thing. So like, like an inside, pie? yeah, it's oh, like man, an inside. That, I like that. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> yeah. Look that up. Toll House Pie. Get the recipe. Oh, man. <laughs> All right, so uh, I made a list here, so and we were gonna make a cake for the. Uh, this is our tenth episode. Uh huh. 
Let's make a Toll House pie instead. I like Let's that. Let's make a Toll House pie. That sounds nice. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. But don't trip and like drop it slow motion and have it explode yeah. on the floor. Uh, you might get detention. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I wish I had that opportunity, right? Yeah, we can't create the same stakes that it was, though. I, I mean, know. Like, like, we couldn't recreate like the same pressure that you must have had. It was my midterm. The yeah. lunch detention, you know? Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Different times, you know? <laughs> All right, so I made... Um, I made a list here for the show. Some things make sense with the show. Some of them I just, you know, threw some other stuff in. Mm. Hot tubs. I like it. I like it. I like it. The tuba. I don't like it. I don't like it. I like it. (laughs) The first bead of sweat that runs down your spine. I I like it. Mm Mm-hmm. (laughs) <laughs> I like it I don't like it you know? <laughs> <clears throat> I'll, I'll pause for a moment here We could discuss this one This one's pretty strange So it's fun when you pull things in like You don't know what the heck I'm going to say right? right? What's on this list For me personally I think that I like it, I don't like it is a good round or like a good response when people have to think about it, right? Mm-hmm. Like you really had to think and like yeah. you didn't want to admit it, but Dude, like the beat a sweat one. Like, I was like <laughs> it's, it's what more... does that feel like? Oh, yeah. well, I know what it feels like. I sweat all the time and <laughs> yeah. I'm sweating right For me, now. It just all comes on at once. It's just like you're no, no, no. I, I know what that feeling is, but I I was thinking like, do I like it? I don't think so. But then I'm like, wait a second. That means I'm working. I think. Yeah, uh-huh. that was that was indifferent. That was a very indifferent. I don't know. See, what if it's just a casual dude sweat though? Oh, then. I can't change my answer. Yeah, I, I stick it and to there's it. so many things to like process and think about, right? Like, yeah. okay, so I'm working out, like that's good for me, or like, oh, I'm just sitting in a hot room and that's bad. There's so many <laughs> things, <laughs> but the game simplify, and you have to convey that with your voice. Yeah. You right? got to say it with conviction, right. or else, like, I can't flip flop now. Everyone knows I love the, sweat, the first beat of sweat, <laughs> right. and that's. That's gonna be that's your, what I'm known for. Conviction for the game and changing tires. That's yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's go. gonna be on your epitaph, like right on the grave there. Akash Patel loved the beat of sweat that dripped down his back. <laughs> <laughs> that's what he's known for. Oh god. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <clears throat> all right. Puffed cheese doodles. I don't like it. I like it. I don't like it. Crunchy only. Sometimes you can say like a little thing and get away with it. Okay. So yeah, if you guys right. want to open it up and try just a little, but this isn't really like a huge discussion. Okay. Okay. More puff. <clears throat> Separate hand towels. I don't like it. I like it. I like it. The jump rope. I like it. I like it. I don't like it. <laughs> Got myself on that one. Uh, jumping rope. I don't like it. I don't like it. I like it. See, that one's different. Like the jump rope, <laughs> yes. I don't like as a thing. But doing oh, the activity see, of jumping rope, like, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I was a little. I was like, picturing I, myself jumping rope when you said the first one. Right, the jump rope. Yeah. Yeah. Because I wish I could do it. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. It's tough. See, I right. pictured the rope, and I'm like, okay, I like the idea that the someone could thing. take the rope and do something yes. with it. I personally know. Right. I don't like it. <laughs> uh, see, it's there's so much love. going on. It's a very cerebral game. It's the most <laughs> complex game I've ever played in my life. My mother jumped rope a thousand times and only missed once. Really? Yeah, I like it, was like, it. it was like 700-something, she said. Yeah. She's pretty good. That's yeah. crazy. I bought her a counting Is jump she fast? rope. fast? Like, like fast yeah. on her, like running? Yeah. 
Yeah, that's awesome. That's yeah, the only good. reason I like want to jump rope. I want to have that bounce, you know, right. like, in my calves. It's just she, cardio, she does the honest. doubles, you know, like the double jump. She can yeah. backwards, she'll, she'll cross. She's very good. All right, I got uh, three more here. Horizontal stripes on clothing. I don't like it. I like it. I like it. People who trim their fingernails in public. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. And last one, milkshakes. <laughs> I like it. I like it. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> Milkshakes. Yeah, so that's it. <laughs> that's how you play. I like it. I don't like it. It's really fun with the it's voice. You can throw some things in there. If you guys want to use it, oh it's a lot God. of fun. Oh, man. That's We're getting great. the Mr. Short Pass. How about we'll play it again on our main segment. If you want to hear more, uh-huh. listen to the whole interview with Mr. Short. I like that. All right. That's I, nice. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> I like, I like it. it. Yeah. <laughs> Well, Mr. Short, that was awesome. It's awesome that you decided to come hang out with us. Uh, I mean, it's just like the common consensus amongst our class and just classes, any classes who come in contact with you that, like, I don't know, that you just had such a positive impact. And, like, I don't know. It's just, like, everyone wants to connect with you. Everyone wants to. Like like you said, you, like, you want to get that out of your students. Like, mm-hmm. they also want to do that with you, you know? So it's it, yeah. it's a weird dynamic. Like, I, I, can, I think back to, like, all the great teachers that I had at Whitesboro. Um, and none of them I really like. I, like they were obviously like they were obviously awesome teachers, mm-hmm. but I, I have no urge to be like I'm gonna definitely reach <laughs> out to this guy. And, yeah, like, yeah. And, you know, see what he's up to. Um, but with you, you know, like everyone wants to do that. You know, so that's why I definitely want to spread this to the masses and be like, well, if Mr. Short's on, you guys gotta listen. Mm. You know, it's not because we want you to listen to the podcast; it's because we want you to listen to. Mr. Short, exactly. you know what I mean? advice, man. You got you got to listen to this one. Well, yeah, I appreciate it, and and this is like the embodiment of what I'm trying to do with my career, right? Like you guys mm-hmm. were never in my classroom, like uh, Akash. You said like a couple study halls when I was subbing or, or other things. I just you run know? into your class, and yeah. hey. <laughs> you'd be like, "What's this? Kid? Give him Tari." You'd be like, you can't. I'm not in this class. And I run out. <laughs> yeah. So like, you know, this is what it's about, and I'm I'm very glad to be here. Everybody who's listening, like, send me a message, right? Like, I'm on Twitter. It's at Mr. Short English, but like. You know, that's for, I don't know, like, add me. It's fa- it's the Facebook group, right? You say you're going to advertise there. I'm there. Like, I hope I'm in this group right now, right? If not, yeah. like, add me separately or send me a message. I'm on Instagram. It's ashort315 on, like, everything ever across all platforms. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's good to connect. I, I really appreciate being here with you guys, and it's nice to hear what you guys are up to and, and connect with you and see where you're going. And, I mean... You know, there's a lot of time out there in the world, and there are a lot of things for people to do. So I'm excited to see what else you guys get into. Awesome. Thanks, Thanks. a lot, Mr. Yeah. Short. Yeah. That's awesome. Unreal. Um, well, definitely. So what's the name of your podcast again? Uh, it's Some Things Considered. Some Things Considered. Uh, you can search S-T-C-R-D-O, Some Things Considered Radio. Awesome. Yeah. I'm 100% going to listen to that. So okay. That was a fun game, honestly. If, if it's a uh hour long yep and if it's an hour long time block of that stuff i'm i'm in yeah uh, but once again thank you so much mr short it was awesome thank you that was our interview with mr short we hope you enjoyed our 10th episode homework hour anniversary we'll see you guys next time